0: There is a recording. There is. We're on a podcast, apparently. Who knew? Yes, we are. Have we got our notes for this, guys?
1: Of course not. I just ruffled paper to make fun of you and you're not here.
0: Yeah. Wow. The best thing
1: about this week is that it can be quite quick. Don't don't say that. Don't say that. It's going to be six hours inexplicably. Somehow.
0: We literally covered everything last week. I've heard the podcast now, mm-hmm. Luna. Why is he fussing? Because
1: he's a baby. Luna. He does. Did you take him to the trials, too? You were fussing as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Speaking of trials, though. <laughs> no, you mentioned before we went in, right? Like, suffering, you know, builds character or whatever. Team suffering builds character. So and then I had mentioned...
1: Citizenship citizen.
2: And uh, I have mentioned the... Uh, the marine corps you know that's like the marine corps motto and it got me thinking about like some of the stupid things we had to do in boot camp in the marine corps you know and trials i think was worse than any of those put together (laughs) but yeah i mean at the time you're right suffering builds character and it builds camaraderie but it
1: sucks and it builds an inventory of trials weapons
2: I don't know. I don't know. You might have to pay me to come back next time. <laughs> that sucks.
1: We'll we'll just replace you. We just need a third person. We don't we don't care who it is. We'll take anyone.
0: Oh, well fair enough.
1: You're just a warm you're just a warm body to us.
0: Yeah. We found a third person. Yeah.
1: We did. Hello.
2: I love how nobody acknowledged his hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> I am used to
1: that.
0: This is about as professional as it gets with us. We wanted to make sure you
1: got the same reception that any other guest we've ever had on is. You'll come on. Respawn will be speaking. He'll ignore you completely and just keep speaking. And he will speak over you for the rest of however long this lasts. So that's uh, the expect- yeah. expectation we like to set. So people aren't disappointed. <laughs>
2: Hi guys, and welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast, a show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing the game even more. What makes us different? Well, for starters, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 info, news, and opinions. We do encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email at twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at twotitans underscore hunter, and that's the number two. Now, on with the show. What's the record heat in Britain? Anybody know? Oh, I don't know. Highest temperature in Britain ever recorded. Let's check it out. I
3: think it's about 37 degrees, which is just a shade over 95.
2: Record heat in Britain happened on the 25th of July, 2019 at 38.7 degrees Celsius, or exactly 100 degrees Fahrenheit, at the Cambridge Botanic Garden in England. There you go.
1: Welcome back to our British Trivia Podcast.
2: Right? Hottest weather ever recorded in the world. This is interesting. Here we go. Where they're trying to play the World Cup. I guess so. Oh my god, California got up to 134 degrees once.
1: There's that whole what? desert they have over there. So.
2: Oddly enough, the name of the place where it happened is Furnace Creek.
0: <laughs> Seems accurate.
2: Right? Goodness
0: gracious. That's incredible. So, have That's we got... Um, is there a Destiny Roundup this week. Yes, there is. I've already got it. Okay. Yeah. Does it make sense, or is it just stuff that you repeated last week? Uh, let me double-check. It is why Beaver
2: errors are happening, mostly, is what it's about.
0: No, that, that one was ages ago.
2: It says the fourth.
1: Yeah, the round the fourth, yeah. Shackle Shotgun was like, I'm not doing these every week, because there's just nothing really to report, so. There are a couple new things that we haven't mentioned. Past the Beaver thing.
2: Yep.
0: Okay. That's all right then.
2: Anyway, Two Titans on a Hunter podcast. Somebody says things. We have a guest. His name is Narf. Welcome to the show.
3: <laughs> Where do we get Narf from?
2: I thought the tea was silent, right? Like Narf? No. Point, no. In <laughs> the brain? No.
3: Well, well. Uh, no, it's not off.
2: So what is it then? I mean, but it is our.
3: <laughs>
2: what? I love you,
3: parody.
1: <laughs> you said it's not arf, so what is it then?
3: It's obviously not a full one.
2: No. We're not gonna tell anybody what your name is. We're just gonna we're gonna just have them try to figure it out with the context that we're trying to have between us, right? So I said NARF, uh and the T is silent, and you said no, it's not ARF. And then Parody's like, well then what is it? And then I said but it is our uh, okay so people are going to be highly confused as to what your name actually is and i love it <laughs> all right anyway um so like i said podcast things people are on the show same people as every week except now we got a guy that's going to do things
0: uh more efficiently yeah. than you
1: the british are coming okay. the british are coming
2: i never now they're here be efficient at anything that i do on this show
1: Never. You should be efficient.
2: So don't come at me with more efficient. You, if you, if you find anywhere that I said I do things efficiently on this show, then, then,
1: oh, we, we know that's
2: not the case.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I suppose if I do do an intro, at least I can cut that in somewhere. Sure can. I yeah. already gave you the intro. Yeah, but I don't like your intros. Your intros are rubbish. My intros. So welcome really to great. the No Nonsense Two Titans and a Hunter Destiny Two podcast. Lies I am Night Demon. At... Joined wow. by parody respawn, and the Hello. special law guest, not Arf. No, it's Narf. Hello,
2: Narf. <laughs> Point. To
1: so, make so not Arf. What, what, what class do you main? What, what is our branding for our podcast this week? I'm
3: a hunter. Liar. That's not what you said. You said <laughs> I have mained the hunter like since day. Ah, no, no, no. I have mained a hunter since D one, and it's only nice. recently I've been playing with a Titan.
0: So basically, what respawn does then? No,
2: <laughs> you won't catch me on a Titan. I haven't been on a Titan in like a year. Maybe like not a year.
0: No, that's a load of rubbish. You've been on Titan recently, at least in the last two months. You've been on, you've been on Titan,
1: you've been on Titan for the last like ninety minutes while we were getting stopped in the Crucible. You were on Titan for every last moment of that.
2: You're lying, and people can look it up with all those things that show you the last time I played a Titan.
1: Worm Haven.
2: My hunter doesn't have a hood on her cape, so she looks like a Titan, but she's <sighs> a hunter. This is all Did you actually fun. think I'll that I was start. a hunter? When I was complaining about how invisibility doesn't work for me, you actually thought I was a Titan?
0: Should we get going? Um,
1: we should. I was just trying to make the joke that you were playing on a map that was on Titan the entire time, and that's okay.
2: I see. Intellectual joke.
1: Welcome back to Two Titans and Two Hunters, a show already in progress.
2: <laughs> uh, but I do have i do have a public service okay. announcement. I do have a public service announcement. So, will it I serve caught, up, anyone in I the caught up for a podcast. Listen, yes, it will. I was catching up on our podcast and I was listening to episode 80 on my way to the airport in, where the hell was I at? Tennessee, I think. No, this was Detroit. So you listened to last
0: week's episode, so you're all caught up. I got caught
2: up. No, No, I got all caught up, and this is pertaining to last week's episode, All right, Keep up or shut up. Now, what I'm saying is I had about an hour and a half drive to get to the airport from where I was. And the podcast was fine. You know, everything was happening. I was laughing. You know, it was great. And then demon started talking about all the different ways to get the armor in um in the social heroes right Mm -hmm. and when i said i literally fell asleep while driving no less than three times i am not kidding so public service announcement is this if you are operating heavy machinery of any kind and night demon starts to talk skip it or pause it or whatever because you're putting your life in danger and the lives of those around
0: you. So not off. as you are special guest for this week. Would you like to tell the listeners all about yourself?
2: Nope. Don't do it. It's a
3: trap. He's going to edit it and make you sound like an ass. No, I'm not.
0: Yes, he. Is. At least I won't be singing. How do you make you sound like an ass? I'm telling you.
3: Hi, I'm not off. Destiny 2 veteran. Player hunter. Uh, and I like uh, diving into the law. And that's. About it, really.
0: (laughs) Which is one of the main reasons why I asked you to come on, because I think everybody was getting a little bit tired of the half-assed kind of law readings that Respawn was. I
2: just didn't know how to do it, man.
0: Just excuses, excuses. So, not after professional law reader. So he's gonna he's going to give us some law and get you interested in the law.
2: I'm already interested. I just like reading it.
0: So not off, you've um, you played Destiny, you played Destiny 1 yep. and 2, and okay. you're into the lore. Um, what kind of got you started in video games? What games or game consoles did you start off with? Nintendo.
3: No, I actually started off on the Mega Drive.
0: Mega Drive. Okay. Master,
3: sorry, Master, uh, Sega Master System and Mega Drive. Nice. That's, well, a little bit on, on the older side. Um, but yeah, but I actually came out of gaming for a long while. And uh, it's not until my eldest got wanted a 360 and wanted to play Halo online. So I thought, well, we get, got him the 360 and I thought I'd better keep an eye on him while he's online and <laughs> don't look back from there, really. What <laughs> was the very first game you ever played? very first game I ever played, that's got to be Duck Hunt on the Master System. Nice, nice. And try not, try not to cheat for holding the gun up against the screen.
2: I didn't know Duck Hunt came on the <laughs> Sega.
3: Yeah, Duck Hunt was on the Sega, and no, I can't remember what the other one was called. He had two games built in. It was Duck Hunt, and there was a...
0: No, wasn't that Basically
3: the NES? a shooter. Yeah, no,
2: Duck Hunt was definitely Nintendo. That's why I'm surprised that he said he played it on Sega. What? And yeah, there was
3: definitely a shooting one with a gun on the Sega. Uh,
1: was it? Saf- was it Safari Hunt? From the Sega Master, Sega Master System?
2: Yep, that might have been it. They have Marksman and Shooting. They have the one that you just mentioned.
1: Some little guys with the... Oh, oh yeah, you know, it looks very much... There's some bunny rabbits and ducks flying around, so it is a duck hunting game.
2: Yeah. Ah. They also have the Wild West one. So, yeah, no, there's Quite a few shooting games. Look at that. What's your favorite game you've ever played? And you can't say Destiny 2, that's cheating.
3: Halo. I can't say Destiny, I've got to say Halo. <laughs> well, there's either that which, or there's... your uh, actual
2: favourite game, though?
3: There's either that or there's uh, Oblivion.
2: That's a good choice. So you're, you're, you're like a shooter RPG genre kind of guy, huh?
3: Yeah, which, which is why I got into Destiny. Nice. So
0: did your son get into Destiny and then you kind of followed just to what? keep an eye or did you see Destiny and go, oh, I want to play that? In the- no, he,
3: he, he's moved out now. Um, and he bought destiny not long after he moved into his new, new place. And he said, okay. here, here, you can have this through the game at me. And I said, <laughs> why? What's up? I said, I've, I've not got the internet. <laughs> <laughs> of course I still had my Xbox live gold and I, I gave it a go and got quite into it. Unfortunately, I got out of it very quickly because I found it very difficult. Yeah. Played cod for a long while. Then, uh, I stopped playing for a couple of years when my, uh, my daughter was born and, uh, yeah, than the Destiny Why Two. Did she
2: take over?
3: <laughs> no, I, it was just it was chaos in our house at that time when you've got three mm-hmm. boys and a baby in a in a two bed house.
0: Oof. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can imagine that.
3: Yeah.
2: You don't have to it, imagine it, it, was... it. You live it. Shut up.
3: Yeah, you do. You just get on and do it. <laughs> so, uh, I'd, I'd got I'd got bored with COD uh, and then stopped playing for a while, and I saw Destiny Two was coming out and bought it on release. Okay. Managed to get the pre-order pack as well, and uh, my wife hates it.
0: (laughs) I think your wife and my wife would be very good friends.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, getting back to what we were talking about, what made you choose Hunter first and then Betray us?
3: (laughs) (laughs) First question. It's my playstyle. It's my playstyle. I've always played long, longer range. Either that, get in, get out, quick. Die a lot.
2: Gotcha. And you've betrayed us and gone over to Titans because why exactly?
3: I listened to you guys actually. I want to try the <laughs> uh, the War Pig uh, build. Ah. I had all I had all the exotics to try it, and I had so much fun in Iron Banner that night. <laughs>
1: It's, 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 it's so good. It's so dumb, but it's so good. Especially if it gets. Especially as you play on, you see more people putting it on, and you're like, "Yes, my influence yeah. is spreading."
3: <laughs> well, I, I I was literally walking around corners, and I went in. I went in with a, a clan six stack. Um, oh and the got no 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 they, It's all oh, my my clan we went in as a six stack and apparently they couldn't get kills cuz i was just walking around the corner <laughs> just shooting and they were like what don't you ever reload i'm like nope
1: no breaks my immersion we don't believe in it as a people oh that's phenomenal
2: as 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 still a hunter main i can tell you that that i've i've played that a few times it is very appealing i will not fault you for that but that's no excuse to stay on a Titan. It's like it's like that that girlfriend that you don't talk about, right? You go, you have your fun, and then you Which don't. You, you go home, <laughs> right? And then and then you just you, you leave it at that, right? But you apparently have stayed on the Titan, and I don't understand why that is. Why why are you still playing Titan?
3: Well, that happened a, for a, a little while around Warmind as well. Mm. I played a few months on Titan, then went back to my Hunter. I think it was the last few uh, last few weeks of Warmind before, uh, well, a few months of Warmind before Forsaken.
1: See, the Titan still the wife. I'm sorry, the the is still the wife. The Titan's just the girlfriend, just the fling.
2: I see. Yeah, I I don't get that. I like playing a Warlock significantly more than a Titan. You know, I don't know what it is. I think it's the Middle Tree Void and the and the Middle Tree Arc. They're just they're just so good, so much fun to play. I just can't get over it, man.
1: The warlock is just everyone's mistress, that's just how it is.
2: It's gotta be, man. Because, like, if I'm gonna cheat on my hunter, it's gonna be with a warlock, never a titan.
3: Never, t- never touch one. Interesting, you never I do of- have. I, I, do have a, I do have a warlock on my account, uh, that's when, when my brother comes over.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> since you tried the, the war pig um build, try the Neserac Sin Void Weapon Middle Tree Warlock build. Or the Nezarax Team Void Void Weapon Middle Tree Arc build.
3: I'll have to check or, my inventory, make sure I got them.
2: Or if you don't have that, you can always go with Geomancer's middle tree arc. Both of those really, really fun builds. And especially when you go the Arc, you'll have your super damn near constantly. Just are you for PvP stuff.
0: or PvE? Yes. Or PVM. <laughs> yes. Yes, isn't an answer that needed to be said at that point. <laughs> no, no. Just that is the, the
2: exact that is the perfect answer. Are you talking no. PvP or PvE for these builds?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: You you finally adopted the parody playstyle. You have okay. one build, it works in everything. It doesn't matter if it's supposed to be good or not, it works in everything because nothing That's right. matters.
0: That's
2: all that matters.
0: So no, off you you said that you uh into the law for destiny. How did you get into the law for destiny?
3: I started listening to Bife. Um, I knew there was a lot of lore in the game anyway, because I I got quite into lore in Halo. Uh, But I started listening to Bife when I I was doing things. just had him on in the background. And I started reading about the Books of Sorrow, or listening to about the Books of Sorrow. Now, he only did up to book three and the Books of Sorrow. And I I just started internet searching, and I found Ishtar. Um, And the podcasts I listen to now at work are unbelievable about the... uh, You've got Guardians of Law, you've got Focus Fire Wait, Chat, Spoonforth uh, Theory. The podcast
2: you listen to at work should be ours. What the hell are you talking about?
3: I do. <laughs> I do. But you, you've just said a disclaimer there. I said I work with machinery, so I can't listen anymore.
2: Okay, that's a fair point. Continue. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, so I, unfortunately, I, I listen to hours of theories and law. While, while I work, and at the minute I'm working ten hours a day. Yeah. So I'm I'm actually running out of podcasts to listen to, and then that's how that's how I found you guys actually.
0: So we we were like third hand. We were just like.
1: Also, oh, very no, room, filled with content and hard to get through, just like Florida. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey.
1: It's a backhanded compliment. Uh-huh. So this week and this week at Bungie, next week in Bungie.
0: Yeah, so the parody, tell us what's happening next week in Bungie. Uh,
1: nothing, we're shutting the game yep. off. Nothing next else at all.
0: Destiny. No, no, this stuff. I'm sorry, uh, this stuff we've already talked about, but you know.
1: No, we, we, we would never do such a thing. We would never tell you that Solstice of Heroes is beginning. We would never do that. We definitely wouldn't tell you anything about the Drifter bringing extra infamy to Gambit.
2: Lock and load, quick draw. Let's find out what's coming to kill you this time.
1: So, Blue Screen 42 should be absolutely delighted at that news. and Lord himself. It uh, wouldn't matter
2: to him, really. He's in there all the time anyway. So I know.
1: Well, now he can get more more infamy for it. Uh, you can stop knockers in the strange terrain nightfall of the ordeal. And our buddy Shaxx, who you know, wears masks all the time, never takes his mask off. He's very safe. He's bringing back momentum control and countdown to the Crucible where you should throw more grenades. I don't know what you're doing listening to this podcast. You should be throwing grenades right now.
0: So momentum control is the best one if you wanted to go and get your Randy Stone knife scout rifle or if you wanted to do mountain top kills or uh, grenade launcher kills for your mountain top, isn't it? Momentum? It is. No. Mayhem. No. <clears throat> No, it's momentum control. Listen. Yeah, momentum control. And yeah. honestly,
1: even if you're not, if you're new to the game or you're even if you're not much of a, of a PvP'er, momentum control is worth stepping into because it's how sort of you want the guns to feel. Where you hit anybody with anything, any scout rifle or glancing blow, and they die. It's a very, it's a, it's like if mayhem were with guns. It's a very different feel and a very different game experience. So it's worth stepping into, even if you just like I hate PvP. You can jump in there, play your four games, get your Loot for the week and jump out again. It's a lot of fun. Well,
2: building to what you're saying, uh, for the newer players, it's also phenomenal for anything that you need gun kills for, especially catalysts. Yes. And, um, and pinnacle weapons, right? So anything that says you got to kill X number of guardians, this is the perfect game mode. There is no better game mode than this for killing guardians. Have we,
1: guardians have we had a momentum control since the weather Horde come out? Came out? God, no, no, we have not. I didn't think so. I was just going to say. Uh,
0: <laughs> Dear everyone, I, I'm sorry. I just got
2: my catalyst today. <laughs> yeah, next week's going to be fun. I,
0: I don't know what you were going on about. I'm going to be in the E-A-Z. Floating and killing. You do your E-A-Z. You do that.
1: So you're, you're not going to be playing countdown where one team's on offense and one's on defense and one team's trying to plant a bomb while the other team tries to defend the, the bomb area? No, you're not doing that?
0: You'll no, I'm actually I might do momentum control because I still haven't got my mountain top. So if I can go in there and get a good amount of kills, then well, that, maybe that gun,
1: that gun is over. You don't need that. I
0: <laughs> know, oh, but I want it for the collection. No, it's I need also it for the collection. Extremely good for PVE.
1: No, it's yeah. over. Um, Truth so... tellers the new hotness. No one cares about mountaintop anymore. <laughs>
2: Fair point. Uh all right. So um we have things to talk about after being Talking for an hour already and not having said much.
0: Excuse me. Yeah, but most of that's cut out. It's just going to be welcome and not off talking for about 10 minutes. And then this is the bit where it all kicks in. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, you said that last week, and then the beginning of the episode is just you and me fighting with parody (laughs) snickering in the background. So. I'm not sure how much I can believe you. I'm just here to
1: facilitate. I'm just doing my job. (laughs) And I'm going to facilitate this week at Bungie for the 6th of August, 2020. Or February 294th, or who knows what date it is, really. September. Yes, it's always September. The eternal September. (laughs) So yeah, this week at Bungie, we're getting ready for the Solstice of Heroes. And Bungie's really trying to get us excited about their free summer event, the Solstice of Heroes, which starts next week on August 11th. And they're putting the Warlock in the front of all of these promotional clips because I think they want us all to play Warlocks because apparently the Warlocks are missing. I don't know. But the European Aerial Zone is back and it's full of Hive, Cabal, and Fallen enemies for you to dispatch. And so, yeah, kill as many as you can in your fire team, hunt chests, and uh, go listen to episode 80 from last week if you want to hear all about it because we've covered this because we give you the parts of the game that aren't in the game. That's
0: what we're here to do. We we were ahead of the curve last week. We we got all the information out there for the people, so that they didn't have to worry about waiting till the well, last just second to hear. you all the said
2: stuff. it doesn't mean people got it right. You probably killed half of our fan base that whole time. You know, somebody uh, even, will, somebody I, on the Guardian got... sent me a message saying that um, <sighs> they could they could hear. Sorry, I was already talking. They they sent me a message saying that they.
0: <laughs> My God, you actually got a sorry out of him.
3: I got quite excited last week for the uh, Solstice of Heroes, and then uh, logged on. It's sort of like, oh, Simon Banner, it's next week.
0: Yeah, that's a period he did say at the end. He's like, oh, by the way, we're talking about like two weeks time. <laughs> there was <laughs> nothing. There was nothing to really talk about last week, no apart from rehashing everything. Like- and
2: yet, you still took an hour to say it. Jesus, yes. no, not not yeah. Don't be proud of that fact. That's nothing yeah. to be proud of.
1: But now we don't have to take an hour to say it this week. We can just talk yeah, about the we- armor we're getting and all the things we've already discussed. I
2: don't even know why we still even are, are trying to have a podcast. After last week, he put enough people to sleep to kill most of our fan base. I'll be surprised if we crack 100 downloads this week. I'm telling you.
1: Oh, it'll be 100 downloads before the show even goes up.
0: The people love us. They're thirsty for more. Yeah,
2: yeah. especially parody son.
0: Night demon son. Parody That's- doesn't have a son.
2: Oh my God, Night Demon. Oh! <laughs> 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 my foot in my mouth. No. Anyway, I
1: oh, mean
0: that's a constant. But yeah, no,
1: no. I, I've i I've taken the panoramic school of school of thought on this. Mm-mm.
0: So I I know we covered it last week with the different sets, and just to make sure that everybody is clear that the the mag- just uh, the magnificent set is the the best one that you can get. The last tier of ones that you can unlock. So again. You have to complete a nightfall ordeal on the Master difficulty, not Grandmaster. Complete a Nightmare Hunt. Complete a Pit of Heresy. Complete a Tier 5 Altar of Sorrow three times. So this was something that we weren't 100% sure on last week, so it's three times you have to do that. So once you're in, in with a group, it should just kind of flow. There should, should be a lot of people there in, I'd say, about a week's noises.
3: time. Yeah, it, it
1: doesn't take long to get through.
3: Is this to actually masterwork, masterwork it, or just to get the master set?
0: This is once you've got the master set, the, the, magni- or the majestic set.
3: Magnificent, that's
0: it. Magnificent, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you start off with the majestic, and then you go on to the magnificent set, which is the final one. So, yeah, you have to do each one of these things to unlock the the glows on them, as far as I'm aware. And completing these final objectives will unlock a white glow on your magnificent armor set, You'll need to upgrade the armor to Magnificent during the solstice of heroes if you want to get the Magnificent set. So as long as you get to the Magnificent set, you can continue to complete the objectives after the event ends to unlock the glows. And I think we had that last year, didn't we, guys? I remember doing like a 200k nightfall about two or three weeks later when it had all kind of finished and there was... You could still do stuff to have the glows work on the the gear so you can do that this year as long as you can get to that uh, magnificent set on your characters and you don't have to do all three you don't even have to do one of them but
3: wasn't it it the same with the, um, the masterwork on the year before as well
0: yeah as long as
1: you completed it at some point it would give you the masterwork it didn't have to be during the solstice
0: yeah you just needed to get to that set in the solstice and again they're saying that you can do that this year so the last one that I haven't mentioned yet is win seven Trials of Osiris matches. And again, this isn't on a single passage. But as Parody and I, and Respawn this week, can all attest to, that's not going to be a very easy thing for average players. And I, I honestly can't see this working. I, I'm trying to force people going into trials. And I know if... If a lot of people are in there, maybe there might be a chance. I mean, we got one win this week out of the, I don't know, is it 10 games that we played just to get the shotgun for parody? It just... Yeah, it, yeah it, a
1: little over an hour of gameplay, yeah, probably about 10 rounds. And that was the one the one round where we it actually felt like we were matched against people we should have been matched with. Every other time it was going in with, you know, flawless, against flawless gear and, you know... Tr- unbrokens and everything else, and going, there's no way we're going to win this. They're they're clearly just going to wipe the floor with us. And they basically did every single time. So getting... I appreciate they're trying to get people into trials, but, you know, you're if this is part of a plan to get people in there to continue playing it, it's going to backfire. It's not going to work at all. People aren't going to stick around. It's a terrible experience. If you don't go in with the thought of, I'm going to play this, I'm going to finish my bounty and play my, you know, 10 cards out, or, you know, 10 matches out or so, and get my Get my, you know, tier, you know, my three win reward and get out. That's all trials is. Go in, get stomped for an hour or so, get the weapon of the week and, and get out.
2: That's all it is for us. Yeah. <laughs> other people <Yeah>. win. <laughs> yeah,
1: not, not most of them. Most other will and then and then of course the people that stomp you then send you messages afterwards calling you trash. And then you send the message back and say, You're welcome for the free win, sir. I hope you enjoyed it. And I this to have been a bit of worse experience? Because you can't make the PVPers happy. They're either angry because they're winning, or they're angry because they're losing, or they're angry because you're using the wrong guns against them. And yeah, just PVP pillars, just just be happier.
2: That you same that guy that
1: your life because you don't have any, it
2: seems. That same guy that sent you that, like he's just an example. But when when that happens, you kill him with kindness, right? So he sent me that same message. He sent you calling me trash, mm-hmm. and I said, but at least I got my shotgun, and I sent him a kissy face. And then he goes, <laughs> but you'll be trash with it. I'm like, yeah, but I still got my shotgun. Smiley face. Lost. Oh, I, I,
1: mean, I worked all less harder than you did.
0: Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So, not n- n- not off. What's your view on the the trials thing? Are you good at trials? Are you good at PvP? Do you enjoy going into PvP?
3: I can't stand PvP. It's okay. good man. I hate it. Uh, trials is a big bag of nope. I've never <laughs> been in there because I know I'm just going to get shot and end up for the rest of the t- rest of the match actually just staring at a screen waiting for it to be rezzed. You,
1: you
2: got your I mean, equilibrium.
1: To my gameplay strategy.
2: Right. Now everybody's got their equilibrium. Like like when I got angry enough, we started to get wins. And then uh, Night Demon, uh, I don't know what happened with him. He stopped lagging for long enough to actually get some wins. Right. So there's an equilibrium. You You get killed enough times and then you snap and then you find out that you're a guide for one or two matches and then you suck again so
1: yeah there's a there was a particular point where respawn got very quiet i want to say about <laughs> 30, 30 to 40 minutes in where so you see we've got him angry enough to hit that equilibrium of where he becomes a good trials player and then and then you know again it lasted for a short time and then went away because because before i was not you know carrying our team and that i was actually getting a kill or two yeah, per card, and I'm going. No, no, guys, they, I should not be at the top of any leaderboard. This, this is a problem. This is a bad thing. This should not be a thing that ever happens. And then we had Night Demon, the the Warlock who came from out of nowhere because he was rubber banding like no Warlock has ever rubber banded in his life.
2: It was <laughs> yeah, infinite, I don't know
1: what was
0: happening. In, with that.
2: Infinite freaking blink on this guy. I'm telling you, <laughs>
0: they could play. still hit me. There was nothing wrong with their hit registration on me. Yeah, because
2: I watched you. I watched you. Like one of these times you blinked and you blinked into a corner and we're walking into a corner. I'm like, Damon, what are you doing? And then you died, right? Because I guess that's what's happening. You think you're moving, but you're actually staring into a corner getting shot in the butt. Yeah,
1: Yeah. so so don't use the rubber banding rural internet theory to win trials matches. Apparently it doesn't work. You have to be an actual cheater on PC to win trials matches. (laughs) So
0: So, I, I think... My, my only advice for this with the, the win seven trials of Osiris matches is that it also goes in tandem with the Triumph. And I think I pointed this out last week for the uh, uh, one of the Triumphs for the Arrivals seal is get seven wins. And again, it's not all in a row and it's not all in one week. So best kind of thing to do is get to your Magnificent set on one or all three or two of your characters and then make sure that you've got those boots, I think it's on the boots, equipped on all three characters so that every time that you do get a win, that it will count across all three. And um, hopefully you only have to place, you, know, you only have to win seven matches. I'm, I'm not sure how many you have to play to get seven. It's, if you're I love how if you're he like says us. only.
2: <laughs>
1: only? So, a lot. <laughs> so, I think we have one. now. Now, when they say matches, are they talking about one single round of five? or one of those in the round of 5. What is a match in this case?
0: A, a match is <laughs> you go in and you play and you you have to win 5 of the rounds to get a match.
1: Okay. Yeah, so so I think in the last 2 weeks we have two of those, maybe? One. Well, was it just the one this week. I can't remember if we won <laughs> one last week or not. Yeah, so so we've got one across 2 weeks.
0: You know, great. I think you know, we we, ra- we won some rounds last week. We didn't win a match. We yeah, yeah, we didn't
1: win rounds. Yeah, okay, yeah. So we've won one. Which, of course, it won't be retroactive. So we'll have to go in and try to win seven, which is great. Yeah, Chico but Shino. again, you
0: can as long as you get the set, you can always do that after the fact after solstice. And we've got until November the tenth, realistically, to go and play trials each week. Grab that weekly bounty to get the weapon or the armor piece that's available and go and be cannon fodder for other trials players and see if we can get at least one win, maybe each week or each weekend. What
1: it sounds like is we need to get together with Guardian Hub and Guardian Downcast and everyone else, and we all need to pick a week to all go into trials just to flood the pool with terrible PvP players to give us all the hope of actually winning a match at some point.
3: Well, Hopefully when the, uh, the actual achievement starts, you'll actually get them in there, and you may be able to achieve it easier than you think. No, yeah. I think
2: I think when it starts, you'll get all of the really really sweaty tryhards, man. I, I think I think it's gonna get worse, but um, initially I had said that there's no way in hell I was gonna get this this year because I don't want to do the grind from last year, but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, eh, I'll probably get it done just like passively or whatever, right? But as soon as I heard that seven wins in trials was a requirement for anything, that right there was my, nope, not worth it not not even gonna try not gonna do it
1: yeah that's that's when i think it's gonna get a lot of people stuck on and turn a lot of people off because it's just i mean i mean you have to as as we went in the last two weeks and i and respawn once he hit the point this week of you have to go in just expecting to get your your butt handed to you over and over again you have to go in knowing full well you're going to get destroyed and just, you know, try not to let it get to you. Not going in thinking you're going to play a reasonable match against reasonable people. You're going to play people with, you know, sub-reaction times. You're going to play people where, you know, you. by the time you see the glint of that sniper rifle, they've shot you, they've shot your teammate, and there's a third guy behind you with a shotgun, and you're already dead. Yeah. But, like, you can't go in with any reasonable expectation of gameplay. It's more just a, a match of survival at that point. Not the game type, but just trying to survive long enough to get some shots
2: off. Again, this isn't for everybody. This is just no. people with our skill level, right? Because he he's making it sound like everybody's going to get in there and get their butt kicked. Obviously, there are people in there that know what they're doing. It's not us,
0: but yeah, they we, exist. we don't know what we're doing. And I right. think there's a lot of people out there that that also are the in the same boat. Like not half. They just the, PVP is a kind of like a mountain to climb if you're not playing like sixes and. And with your friends. And that's that's fun. That that part's fun. But going into trials is a completely different animal and a different complete ball game. And and I don't to-
2: even know why. Like, try to help me understand this, you three. Maybe maybe I'm just missing something, right? I can do PvP just fine. I can do Iron Banner just fine. I I can sit at the top of the leaderboard without breaking a sweat, right? And competitive. I'm not as good, but I'm not bad either. Right? I can kind of yeah. hold my own in competitive. But in trials, I'm like a baby in a boxing ring. It's just, it's, it, they do things and kill me in ways that I'm just like, what the hell just happened? I don't even know how I died. I just, I was, I was running and then I was dead. I have no idea what happened, you know? And I feel like, like you said, it's a whole different animal, but how, but why? What makes it different? Why is it that it's trials are so freaking hard compared to even competitive?
1: Between, mm-hmm. I think it's. I mean, it's a mix. A between that's where you know better players are going to gravitate towards it for that reason. But also because it's threes and because it's elimination, every every choice you make has much bigger consequences than it does playing in six. You know, especially in sixes and even in fours. Every every cho- every choice you make. You know, every time you get sniped or time you get picked off with a shotgun, or whatever your team is immediately at a major disadvantage of having, you know, it becomes a 3v2 at that point. And unless someone on your team is a god, you're at a severe disadvantage immediately. And every time, every choice you make is like, you know, is, is your, it's life and death. But like, whereas you're, if you're playing 60s, if you're playing Iron Banner, and even competitive to a point, it doesn't matter as much each individual death. The trials absolutely matters each individual death. And the caliber player is just higher because you're because there's so many people who don't even step into trials who will step into competitive and realize that it's sometimes it's not all that competitive because it actually matches you with a reasonable people against you trials it, it just doesn't it it doesn't match you with people at your skill level at all everyone above you again if you're not a a good trials you know good trial player a good pvp player that that really wants to spend time in and it you're going to get stomped like that and also the other part of it i think is just the teamwork of playing these trials matches, knowing the callouts, knowing the maps, knowing you know each and every part and where your, where your lanes are, and where not just knowing what you're doing, but knowing what your teammates are gonna do. You now, if I'm sitting here and I'm hardscoping this doorway, I've got one guy flanking around left with a shotgun, one guy over here with the pulse, whatever. Like they've honed that communication and they know where their teammates are gonna be, so they don't get snuck up on. They don't get you know flanked. They don't you know they don't get surprised by the other team as much. I think it's just all of that combined. It, it's, it's a totally different beast.
0: I think with competitive, you're going in as a solo player into the solo playing list of competitive. You're not with parody and I going into the competitive playlist because I think that would be a completely different animal again compared to the the solo playlist. Because you do get a chance at being then matched up with people of a higher skill level on your team. That can help carry you. So if you're a good player and you've got somebody that's equally as good you work quite well together, you may have somebody that's, you know, worse or even better than you two. And that could help carry but you're not playing as a three stack against other three stacks or, you know, LFG players saying that they want 1.5 KDs. In the same kind of vein as trials is people going to the threes to practice to go into trials.
2: Okay. All that makes sense. I, I have no fault in anything you guys said. But I think there's something else that, that I'm missing. Skill? Like, like earlier, for, just as an example, I had my revoker. That hunter was running at me, j- just running at me, right? I shot him in the face with my revoker, and he survived. Popped his super into it, right? Guardian down. Now, for everybody that's listening, at the time, my light level was 1067. His light level was 1069, 1071, s- somewhere around there. It was higher than mine, but it wasn't like 1080 or whatever. So, getting shot in the face with a revoker, there is no way that should have not killed him. And he survived with, like, two or three HP, and I just... It's it, it things like that that happened, that, that seemed to happen a lot to me.
3: Was he five levels above you?
2: Um, even if he was, when they're the same level I am, a sniper rifle to the head does just under 400 health damage.
3: I can't remember what I was listening to, but they were saying basically if, the, if your opponent is five level above you, it's quite a handicap.
2: Why I think heck?
0: that was us last week with, with Iron Banner, wasn't it? And I think well, it's the same yeah. we, in trials. You
2: are at a disadvantage. Yes, that means you do less damage, but it wouldn't do like half damage. There's no way it would. they would nerf you that bad. That, there's no there's,
1: way, man. There's also some absolute issues with hit detection in this game. In because I, I noticed it less so in trials because I was busy getting murdered, but I definitely noticed it in Iron Banner this morning and earlier this week where I was running in with I was running a summoner and a chaperone because I never really play with a chaperone and said oh, let's try it. let's see what I can do with it.
3: Okay, I
1: was absolutely hitting people with the chaperone, not even at like chaperone range, but just like a normal shotgun range.
2: Right.
1: And is there's absolutely no way they should have lived through it, and not only did they not take, did they not die? They didn't take damage. Like their shields didn't even get broken, and I'm shooting you point blank with a shotgun. So there's, I mean, and there's just some other instances of like, you know, to to what should be a a final blow to finish you off after hitting you with an auto rifle, shotgun, whatever. You know, you're standing in a wither horde, and I go to melee you, which should finish you off, and you somehow not only don't die, kill me, and then run away with way more health than you should have. And it's not because you were running a certain exotic, not because you're, you know, you know, like the hunter dodge or you gain the health. I get that, but. There's definitely things where the hit detection is just not there.
2: Even if you bring that into account, even if you bring that into let's say I, I, I saw the headshot hit. I know I hit the headshot, but let's say, for example, I hit a body shot. If I did hit a body shot, it would have left him with significantly more health than what he had because I, I I body shot people with Rural all the time. It'll take their shield and about a third to a half of their health. Right. right? This guy, he was like he had a sliver of health. Yeah. So I didn't do body shot damage. I did I did nutters damage, but it didn't kill him. And that's 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 the part that's got my head thinking: how the hell did he not die with a headshot? You know, how did what it leave him alive? I don't even know. But still, yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. like, like I said, the, even some resilience, of
1: resilience, and
2: resilience does not make that much of a difference. Resilience yeah, will not allow you to survive a headshot, it but will.
1: RNG bullets will.
2: Whatever the case is, I just feel like trials is is has got some hinky stuff going on if i was playing pc i would have 100 percent said that that guy was cheating
1: well, pvp as a whole like i said it's just there's there's some issue with it and, and again i and i think it all too well who was the host of that game you know did it give night demon the host did it give me the host are you the host it wasn't one of them the host because it's all peer-to-peer servers I hope you know which, you one, you know, which one of us is hosting that <laughs> match and you know you know, you hit him with the thing well maybe it doesn't register all the way you know who knows what the reason is? I mean, uh, yeah, but no, I, I've seen a lot of things in, in my Iron Banner again. Trials, I notice it less because I can't tell if it's the, if it's the game not registering detection <laughs> or me just being dead. <laughs> but Iron Banner, I definitely noticed it this week.
3: But this brings you back down to the debate: skill based matchmaking.
2: Yeah. Oh, I've beaten that thing to the point to where people are tired to hear me talk about it.
3: The, the thing, the thing is, I, 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 I don't, I don't like playing Crucible. Uh, but when I do have to cru- Crucible, when skill match made me in, I was getting around about a point five KD, and I was winning. We were winning about half the matches, which I was okay with. I could cope with that. Now, when I go into into uh, Crucible now, doesn't matter what it is, unless it's some, unless you're talking uh, momentum control or mayhem, where it's just completely random. Um, I'm losing most of my matches, and it makes me makes me even makes me not want to go into crucible at all because it's not fun when you don't don't win if you're completely getting crushed every time you go into crucible people don't want to play it
0: yeah and you you can't i think we we've said this over the last couple of weeks you can't take the loadouts that you like to mess about with i mean like parody and i have gone in and taken the um the warpig loadouts and it's not as fun to just you know mess about now because you're you're just going to getting shotgunned in the back of the head you've got hunters jumping left right and center you've got warlocks floating up in the sky you've got people with significantly better skill than you playing you and just decimating the whole team and it i i get the fact that these other players the higher skill players want to play more often they don't want to sit in a queue for 15 minutes but then they were saying on the massive breakdown podcast this week that it's got to the point now with the connection-based matchmaking that we're slowly getting back to the, the the kind of same situation we were with the skill base, whereas the player base is slowly dying off, again and you're getting less and less people in there. So the connections aren't being made as more as frequently as they were. So a lot of people are now having to wait the same amount of times that they were for the skill-based matchmaking. And they said they wouldn't be surprised if it suddenly shifts back when Beyond Light comes in in November to skill-based matchmaking because there's a lot of issues that are now coming with the connection. And you can't keep everybody happy. But I, as they've said on their podcast, and I think we've said as well, it's not it shouldn't be one or the other. There should be something else. they They've got to come up with something else to get... The you know a majority of players happy and we're well, not happy just wanting to able to step into Crucible and just play and have fun and I mean I found it with Iron Banner the, the other day uh, I recorded some footage for the podcast I played three matches in half an hour and one of those matches we got mercied in five minutes so you know the rest of the time was just sitting in queues waiting to go into an Iron Banner match so it's it I don't know it's It's um one of those things, isn't it, at the moment?
3: Yeah.
1: I I mean I think just like any good compromise, neither party should be completely happy. You know, so so I I don't know what that what that happy medium is, but there should be a happy medium between completely skill or completely connection, where yeah, you're you're not waiting fifteen minutes, but maybe you're waiting half of that, and there's an actual population in, in Crucible because people will go into it that aren't at, you know, legend level and above you know i you know it's like i go into it because i enjoy it because i don't have any expectations of it because yeah. if you go in with the expectations i mean especially at the higher level stuff you're, you're just to you get super frustrated and never step foot into it again you know and, and i know you know even before like i would drag drag panoramics or blue screen or other folks into you know into iron banner or something and be like hey let's just let's just run this let's have a laugh you know i was like, you know we'll, we'll play our four matches you'll get your rotator bonus or whatever you know, and we'll get out of it. Then we'll go do a, you know, Grandmaster Nightfall or something else you all want to do. But now it's like, I only want to bring other people who don't at least partially enjoy Crucible into it because it is such a bad experience. It's like, it's like, it's like you're playing a game. I don't want to make you, you know, I want to make you suffer in the way of uh, uh Pan, Blue Screen, and I, uh, Blue Screen brought us into the, to the dungeon. And we had, Pan and I had never set foot into the New Prophecy dungeon at all. And he had a boss checkpoint and it was like, oh, we're the final boss. Okay, so he explained the mechanic to us. We we got the mechanic down, you know, and, and spent probably two hours sort of hitting our head against it, because we were both sort of under-leveled a little bit and you know, again, hadn't really ever set foot in it before. That's the kind of frustration. You're just you're you're having a laugh, you're having a good time. Yeah, we didn't we didn't end up beating it, but we had a good time just sort of hitting our head against it and getting close and having fun with it. And try. like there's just none of that in Crucible. There's and there's absolutely none of that in trials. There is no let's just go have a laugh, even just you know, we're going to lose every match, but let's sort of have fun doing it. It's and even, even modified,
2: if you it, just so like they were doing to you, man, like, like we're, just, we're just there to, to 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 win some matches or to, to play some matches to get our shotgun, right? But they kept teabagging you and freaking Night Demon that whole time, man. I don't know why I didn't get any teabags. Maybe I didn't deserve <laughs> any. But
1: um, They respect yeah. their own.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> I was hundred. <laughs> but, but they kept teabagging you guys and dancing on your corpses and shooting your corpses and this and that and the other. And even when you're trying to trying to have a good time, there's something in innate in a gamer that we're born with that we can't explain. That when somebody, even if we're having a good time, somebody does that to us, it just it just tilts us. Whether yeah. you get angry or upset or sad or whatever, it it does change your mood, and I can't help it. I don't know if you guys so bad
0: i know the youtubers and streamers were saying oh you know you're not going to be facing mtash you're not going to be facing cammy cakes you're not going to be facing the top 1% uh, very rarely you, you 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 know one in a billion that you'll actually face them it's not facing those guys it's facing the guys that are like two or three four five levels above you that are just decimating you that that kind of crushes your dreams of even trying to get better
2: it's so much You're not going to get killed by the one percent. You're going to get killed by the ten percent that are three hundred percent better than you are.
1: Right? Yeah. 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 It doesn't matter if you never see the top one. I'm seeing the top, the top twenty, the top thirty. Yeah.
0: Uh, that,
1: you know, there's there should be you know a big enough community of people stepping in. You know, especially, and I'm hoping again. I, I always hope that when there's one of these big community, oh, go win these matches. There will be a little a couple more people. It's like a. Yeah. I got one message from it's it's pandas p n d z being like, you know, good game. I really hate this game mode. It's like, you know, he was just and that was the one game that actually felt like I think that was the one we actually won because it was close. We actually matched people, you know, at our skill level. It was actually felt like it was it wasn't no,
2: close. We beat
1: them five to one. Was it well, yeah, but still, but like it was close in that we actually had a match against them. Like it wasn't just we didn't stomp them completely. They didn't stop us completely.
2: Yeah, absolutely. But, but it's like
1: there has to be more of those people there. Why are we not seeing and again we're not on, you know. I can almost understand. Okay, you got one win. Okay, maybe put you in a slightly higher bracket. You got one win out of your seven. Okay, whatever. But, you know, if we're, you know, zero and one, zero, two, zero, three wins, we should not be seeing people that are that good. There have to be other people in here on the eastern coast of the United States on a Saturday morning that are playing in trial to come match us against. You know, no. You know, it was like every single time except for, I think, two of the you know 10 or 12 matches we played it was all people in trials gear you know full trials trials armor and
0: trials this it's
1: like okay why there has to be some population you can match us with and it just doesn't
0: yeah it was a completely different beast to the first week that we played trials when it initially launched and we all went in there and we actually had fun we won i think it was four games but i don't think we got to the fifth one But it was actually, you know, there was a lot more players in there. There was a lot more variation with the weapons and a lot more variation with the loadouts. Now it has to be, you have to run this, this and this, or this, this and this, or this, this and this, or you can't compete. And I know trials, you know, is kind of the top elite thing. And a trials report from last week said, For the week 21 recap, over 230k players participated. This was the most since April, week 6. The summoner, the auto rifle being up for grabs, was mostly more likely the cause for it. It became the number one weapon with 13.4% of the kills. That's the highest percent for a weapon since Felwinter's life. First week, week 11, and 15.2%. So yeah. Um, While we're on
2: the subject, I just want to point out, guys, that for all of our listeners, I am not complaining about the difficulty of trials, right? Uh, I am still very much on the side of if if you're not good enough to be there, you shouldn't be there, right? I, I played today because they told me that all we had to do was just stand still. And we get a weapon. So that's why
0: I played today, right? Plus No, no you know, we did say you had to shoot your weapon and, and move forward <laughs> into the enemy gun. The the
2: idea was we didn't have to get wins and we could still get a weapon. And plus it was my two co hosts that, that wanted me to play, so I went to play it, right? I did not enjoy it. It was not fun. The only time I had fun is before we started playing and then after we finished playing. <laughs> and uh so I I'm I'm still very much the advocate if you you're not good to to be there you don't belong there right i'm not i'm not complaining about it i'm just saying that the experience was bad so they're empathizing did, that the experience
0: was bad <laughs> how did you feel that the, now that we've they've had the change of if you just pick up the bounty and you get an engram to get that work that to get that weapon to drop from mm. the the is it the three win package it's a guaranteed drop from just completing that bounty and win lose. It it just completes over time. Are you happy with the change? Are you happy for them to continue like it is? Or do you think that they still need to progress the game mode even further to get to enhance it? This
2: change, this specific change, because if you remember before, when anybody in your clan would beat trials, you'd get a trials Ingram. You didn't even have, you never had to go in and you'd get an Ingram. That, was a little too much, right? I, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed my Ingrams, right? But I didn't earn them, right? At least by doing this, you have to enter the game mode, right? Win, lose, or yeah. draw. You have to be in the game mode. So that I like. that. That is a way for Bungie to get people involved. Now, that being said, telling people that you have to get seven wins inside of Trials to complete a freaking armor piece? No. That is BS. That is... Or a triumph. That is that is BS. You should not have to force players
0: like that. Right? I you
2: understand. know what would
0: have probably been a better way is if what? they said, get to 2100 in competitive. Now, you can either do that as a group or you can do that as solo. But at least you know, with that, you, you can get to 2100 without losing points and... Some people can do it in a day. Some people can do it over a couple of weeks, but it's something that is achievable. And let's say you've already got to 2100 for this season. Well, then it's automatically unlocked for you. That You, know, you shouldn't have to be forced be to play some compat-
2: I think yeah, everything it, in Solstice should be backwards compatible. I hate the fact that it isn't. So I'm, I'm right there with you, man.
3: So what you're saying is basically, if you've already got your seven wins in Trials, you should auto that should auto complete as soon as you uh as soon as you get to that level of armor exactly
2: cuz if we did that we'd have just me just uh, i i should say i right cuz when we played before we would get three or four wins right we got three wins one time and four wins another time that's our seven right there right but no it's it's not retroactive so now you got to go back and you got to try to fight with all these new sweaty hardcore freaking players and yada 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 and even these new light players right even if they're new light they still might be really good at pvp so we have an even bigger pool of sweaties to deal with you know potentially speaking i just i I think them saying you have to go not only you have to go into trials going into trials would have been meh on its own right but you have to go in and you have to win seven matches that was a deal breaker for me you Hmm. screwed the pooch bungee you were so close to greatness. And then you failed.
1: Yeah. Shame and, on you! If you're gonna, if you're gonna drag people into trials, at least you know. At least have it say you know you know complete the weekly bounty three times.
3: Something.
2: You, know,
1: you know, play enough games. You know, play or, or you know or or play play you know five matches of trials across three weeks. Something like that. I mean, you know, just
3: get- oh, five, five matches of trials and get to. 2100 in compost or,
2: or not even that just make the bounty oh,
3: yeah yeah you Just,
2: the, bounty just itself, the requirement right how we had to win 100 percent, right a loss is one percent a win is two percent right right instead yeah. of getting to 100 make it 300 percent, right you just have to do three times as many rounds yeah that would be a good solution right yeah. just to
1: and play the game mode you know there's there's some level of success you have to have with this and it's it's not a thing you can just go do. I, I really like this 100. because even that, you can go in solo and yeah, you can get there eventually because there's no backtracking. There is no, you don't have to string wings together. You don't have to do any of that. I like things you can just go and play the activity and eventually you'll get rewarded for it. Yeah, it may take some people an hour, may take some people a week, but you can all get there. This is really not, you know, this is might as well, you go, it might as well go say, go complete three raids. You know, any three raids, go complete three raids. Like, yeah, for yeah, some yeah. people can do that in a day. For some people they'll be like, well I don't have a raid Group, you know, trying to find LFG. Like it, it's 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 theoretically attainable, but it's not att- attainable by everybody. And it's supposed to be a you know a solstice, a celebration of things. That's no. Like if you want to have a PvP component, don't make it that one. Make it anything else. But that's not the one that you should have picked.
3: You'll get no argument from me with that one. The thing is I do not I d I don't I don't have the time to put into this. So a lot of the the longer grinds I haven't done, and I've got no quibble about them because they are achievable. But this for me is not it's not achievable for me at all. So I've already written that part of it off because exactly, I, I've, exactly. I've, I've I've tried I've tried Trials of the Nine back in the day, and I tried it. I went in there, I got annihilated. I walked out with my ass handed to me, and I went, "Yeah, I'm not doing that again." Or at well, least, it's, it's, if you're
2: it's, it's, gonna have that requirement, put it on Titan armor only. Okay.
0: <laughs> so um. when you when you walked into trial to the nine, know, you, you, the you weren't under any assumption that you were an amazing player and you were gonna go in there and stomp. No, I wasn't. When you knew that what skill level you were, and you were just trying to get maybe one or two wins to get something out of it. Yeah, and I exactly think that's that. what,
3: and you can't do it.
0: Yeah and i think that's what i don't get with some of the top tier players going you know now we've gone to connection based matchmaking a lot of the lower skill players and the medium skill players are now realizing not they're not as good as they were we knew when we first walked into trials that first week there was oh, yeah. no way we were going to we we didn't even think <laughs> that we'd even get three wins to get we were, three laughing. Wins we were that having first fun week.
2: I got angry, but... We
0: were under no assumption of our skill level. <laughs> like like this week and last week, we were under no assumption that we were going to actually win any rounds at all. We knew that we were going to get our ass handed to us each and every single time. And if we did win, it was only because we were actually got lucky and matched up against people of our own skill level and right. we were able to beat those people at that time. You know, they we did something right in the moment to actually beat them. Most of the time, they beat us in the moment. But it's... I don't get this whole saying of you know you, you know you know this connection based matchmaking is is or this the you no know, the skill based matchmaking was giving you a full sense of your skill level it wasn't for me i i knew what skill level i was in and i knew when a good team came up or a good player came up and they still kicked my ass i tried to emulate and you know and try and outplay them in that specific match but then with the amount of changes with the with the connection base and just getting your ass handed to you over and over again, I'm not I'm not feeling confident enough to go into even like Crucible at the moment and just try and get better. I mean, I'm going into Iron Banner to do the well, that doesn't um, help
2: us at all because we do really well in in Iron Banner and Crucible, right? And for some reason, that skill does not translate to Trials in any way,
0: no. shape, or form. You know. Because it is a different animal; it's a completely different animal. Going in threes, you can't, you can't take, like we tried last week. You can't take the sweet business in with the actual war rig. You you just get annihilated. The sniper across the other side of the map just spots you guys winding up, and that's it. Boop, that's it. You're gone. Yep. Yeah. The time you you have to go with
1: a hand cannon or a, or a shotgun. If if it's a map, you can get close on, and those are really your only options. I mean, yes, I know someone is there for numbers, but it's. Yeah, it's just it's it, it, it's not a fun thing. It's not an enjoyable experience. And I know, I know. You know I was listening to to Mercury's on the massive Breakdown, and, he, and he's like, a lot of the they uh, were talking about, um, you know, like the issues with the glory system and people getting bitter. And he's like, you know, sort of what we've been saying. People don't really know how good or bad they are. They don't have a good a good idea of okay, you know, I may be a good player in this particular instance, but there's nothing that sort of tells me overall like how good a player I am. So some people have gone and been like, okay, I've, I've, I've been doing well at comp. You know, I've been doing well in, in Iron Banner. Let's go into trials through this. And it's just you're in you – know, you've gone from, from a, a middle school team in a rural area with six guys to pro-level gaming. All of a sudden you're like, whoa, this is not the same thing at all.
2: Not. And the only, the only good thing to come out of uh, connection-based matchmaking is the fact that now normal people like me realize how bad we really are, right?
0: Because skill-back... You're not not that bad. You're not that bad. It's the fact that you're being matched up against uh, people that are way above your skill level. You are a good player in, in players that are around your skill level. And when you do match players that are around your skill level, you can hold your own. It's when the others, you know, the top players start coming in that you then start testing how good you are. And that was true when we had skill-based matchmaking because there were people coming in that were a lot higher. And, you know, there was a fight. There was a good f- backwards and forwards with those fights. But now yeah. it, it's, it's it's different.
2: Oh. oh, you're good here. Let me bump you up a bracket. Oh, you're yeah. still good? Let me bump you up another bracket.
0: Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but right. we, we got some feedback on um, YouTube, didn't we, Parody, from one of our listeners about, like, PvP and... This um, matchmaking stuff. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah,
1: yeah. We let's see. Is this the one that was a sweaty Sweaty spooks, Spooks, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Sweaty spooks. Spooks. Yeah, on our on episode seventy six, the chaperone breakneck. Yeah, chaperone breakneck misfit malfeasance So Colby Bridges, aka Sweaty Spooks, on Xbox says, "Let me first start off with I'm not a streamer." passionate about Destiny 2, and finally found some content shedding light or at least sharing a similar interest on issues that are relevant to me as an average player, and I can't thank you enough for the content you guys are putting together. I first found you guys through Spotify Podcast. Thank you, Spotify. What up? And began to listen for some desperate insight of how I could stop getting stomped in every single time I entered PvP. And it was refreshing. It was very refreshing to hear other folks discussing the same topics I discussed with my clan and to know that we're not alone. I have shared you guys with the clan, Thank you, sir. In hopes to bump up your views and followers. From this moment forward, I have subscribed and I will be diligently following. I'll say I have not yet purchased the pre-order due to having my confidence crushed, but I went from getting Recluse, Revoker, and Luna's Hell all in the same season to not playing PvP at all because of the current issues. Thank you for your content, and I hope to get back into PvP and you gave me some hope. Thank you, Spooks. And yeah, also, props on getting your Lunas. uh, That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) that's a grind. I I stepped away from it and said, "Mm -mm, no, not going to do it.
2: I told you getting Lunas isn't that hard. Getting the mountaintop. That is a hard quest. Lunas isn't so bad. It's just tedious. It's just a lot of something.
0: I think the thing is, if you feel that strongly about the PVP situation at the moment, and it's like what people say, you vote with your money. If you, if you don't go into PVP, Bungie will see those numbers and they will ask questions of why, why is this happening? What, what are the issues? And hopefully, that will give them some kind of inkling. But if, I mean, I've I've played Iron Banner this week and I'm doing it for the bounties, right? But I I I may play a bit more PvP further on down the line as I get towards the end of the season. But I'm not as passionate as I was to go into PvP and and enjoy it as much. So I I'm voting with my money or putting my my PvP to one side at the moment. But I, I would say pre-order because there's going to be a lot of pve stuff to do there's going to be a lot of changes and it's going to be really enjoyable you know no matter what happens in destiny is that it's it's an an ever-evolving game and it's there's, there's always something to do there's always something that's enjoyable to do in the game so when pvp becomes something that you don't want to do anymore there's getting into raids there's like not off, looking into the law and exploring the law. You can pull up the law tabs on the weapons, the armor, or breaking the maps. You know, there's other things to do. Yeah, the the PVM stuff. There's yeah. loads of stuff to do in the game. And if you're just a casual player like us, and you're not a streamer, not ploughing ten thousand hours into it, and then getting bored and going off and playing—is it sashimi or whatever they're playing at the moment? I don't know. Uh, on, yeah. That's it. Something on the PlayStation, anyway. You know. There's always something to do and always something to try and get. Like I said, with um, my mountaintop, I haven't got that yet. I may try momentum control next week just to see if I can get a few more kills towards that. See how it goes. And again, that that's having to step into PvP. But then I'm also trying to get other stuff that's uh, has eluded me or that I I haven't bothered to get. Like some of the ghosts from uh, Shadowkeep with Eris picking up those ghost things on the moon. I haven't done that yet. And maybe that's something I need to kind of think about before they maybe take Shadowkeep out of the game as they kind of ever evolve this world. But I'm focusing on the stuff that's going away more recently to get done. So, and building on to what he said, right? Um,
2: don't don't just stay out of PvP like like what you explained that You said you know you hope to get back into PvP, right? Get back into PvP. The thing about it is, is you can have fun in any game mode. And like I was, I've said on many podcasts, I I don't like Iron Banner at all. I don't like playing it. I don't like PvP at all. I don't like doing any of that stuff. You will not catch me going in there by myself unless I have to, right? But when Demon or Parody or Blue Screen or whomever invites me to go play with them, I'll go play with them. I'll go do something I hate because the people I'm doing with make the experience. Inspir- make the experience, um. Either doable or even enjoyable, right? So even
0: if you don't yeah, like, it, game, it's, it's it fun to play together. Work.
2: Yeah, I mean, just make, make it make it a game, you know. Make it a game. <laughs> no,
0: just <laughs> who can die the quickest?
2: Don't don't put your heart into <laughs> into the game itself. Just appreciate the people that you're playing with, and even things as painful as trials, ugh, won't be so bad if you have somebody else that's suffering with you. You know, so. That's all I can really say about it. Don't don't stay out of PvP just for the sake of staying out of PvP. If your friends want to play, go play with your friends. Go go have fun with your friends. This is about having fun with your friends, not necessarily
0: the content that you and, and collecting all you the play. loot, getting all the loots, doing yeah. all the objectives, and getting the loots. Yeah, and also you but didn't to get
2: the console that you were on or anything like that. If you're on any of our consoles, um, you know, come hang out with us. You will see what it's really like to be
0: painful in PvP. All There's right, Xbox, you don't listen. So you never listen. You never listen on the podcast. Oh, there it is. I see. Okay. Well, I I see that you're on
2: Xbox. So come hang out with us and you know PVP or PVE with us, and
0: we'll show you how bad it can really be. And if anybody was confused at the moment with Iron Banner, the tooltip, as pointed out by Anthony or the Dapper Van on um, Twitter, uh, he's asked DMG and Cosmo, is this tooltip correct? Does the Iron Banner still prefer? Similar skill, just wondering thanks because at the moment it still says uh, skill based matchmaking. Cosmos replied with no, the tooltip is still wrong. I'll let the team know, thanks. So, if you were wondering that, as we were wondering last Iron Banner, it, they still haven't bothered to change it. So, it'll be changed maybe never.
2: Drink a drink.
1: Blame Telesto. He can't blame it or, or the game entirely breaks because Telesto.
0: We went completely off tangent. The, the, the idea of Trials and PvP came up again, and it was like, that's it. We've just got to dive in and go for it. No. In, we we in, just st- did
2: Trials. It's still fresh to us, that's why.
0: Yeah. It was still burnt in, into the back of my mind. It's like, right. pain, suffering.
2: So, Eververse has some pretty cool stuff during Sources of Heroes. Actually, mm-hmm. I am in love with the ship and that uh, that i don't even know how to describe that sparrow it's just sparrow. it's so good no i was trying to think of a way to describe the shape of it but it it, it has no description it just
0: is now, and the it's ship, so ship for reference looks like it could be anakin's tie fighter cross x wing from revenge of the sith that's that kind of layout with the, the two wings on the side and, and the pointy bit at the front so if you've got a good shader on it maybe i to get it to look very similar Whatever. Point is is the the ship and at least one of the sparrows
2: look really good from Eververse. So really which
1: the Yotun Sparrow or the uh sleek sleek skinny sparrow, the Florida Definitely sparrow. The
2: sleek skinny one, yeah. That um, one I'm in love with. It just looks so good.
1: Uh, I'm more excited about having hats. I want the Indiana Jones hat on my ghost.
0: <laughs> and guess what? That ghost, its yeah. main perk is Treasure Hunter. Of course, it is.
1: Okay, this may be the first time Bungie has actually done something that was visually and perk correctly and like associated in this entire game in the last four years. Because I thought for sure you were going to tell me it has some perk, you know, like whatever the ghost version of Firmly Planted is on it. So well done, Bungie. Well done for actually. You
2: no, know, if the name of it is called the Indiana Ghost Shell, oh, I'm spending money to get that. I'm telling or you. Or
0: just Jonesy. Just call it Jonesy. Or just
2: Jonesy. Yeah. Any. Any. Any kind of name relation to it, and, and you got me, Bungie.
0: I don't think it's called Jonesy, though. Yeah,
2: how,
1: how, can will we they be allowed
3: that? to do that with the copyright, though?
1: Yeah, I'll just say.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, Jonesy's so, just a name, homie. You can't copyright a name.
1: Yep, yeah, similar but legally different from Indiana Jones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, if you go back to listening to what we had with the, the objectives to unlock the armor, so completing the final objectives on the Magnificent set will unlock a white glow on all your armor pieces and that includes the seven winds and trials so you need to upgrade your armor to the magnificent set during sources solstice of heroes but can continue to complete the objectives to obtain the glows after the event ends and you can also then go on to purchase the other three elements from eververse and that is void solar and arc they also have another element which is the stasis element which is a darker blue uh, it's a bonus one. So I'm not sure um if that's you have to purchase that or if you've purchased all three of the other ones, you get it at a reduced price. Maybe not. It's probably the same price for everything. And the price in the database at the moment is for Bright Dust, it's 6,000 and Silver, it's 1,500. So that's for one glow. And say if you purchase Void, you'll unlock that across all three of your characters if you have it on. If you have three characters, or two characters, or one character, so each glow costs six thousand bright dust, or fifteen hundred silver. So that's a lot of money if you haven't saved up your bright dust,
1: or a lot of grinding. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think I can afford one set at the moment.
1: Yeah, I think I'm sitting at, at a, about uh about six six or seven thousand bright dust, just because I've spent nothing in weeks. Because nothing is, nothing is good enough.
0: So, uh, as a bonus, all of the elements are going to be universal ornaments that support the fourth glow for players who equip the Stasis subclass when Beyond Light is released in the fall. And they said that their goals for the Solstice of Heroes armor was to improve on the experience and earning from previous years. There aren't any major updates for the armor. So, once you've earned the Majestic set, it'll be relevant up until next year's event. So again, like the rest of the armor that we're collecting now, it's good for the next year. The elemental glows being made into Universal Ornaments will ensure that you can use them on any of your high stat armor going forward. So glows can be toggled on and off for Universal Ornaments, and that's why this year's glows are always on, and they're built into the Universal Ornaments. The white glow on the Legendary Magnificent sets are also always on once you've completed the challenge for the corresponding pieces, Both the white glows and the elemental glows will increase their intensity depending on how much super energy you have at the time. So that's something they changed from last year because it was whatever you had your subclass equipped, it would glow stronger. So if you were running like a solar subclass, but I had the void one on, it'd be still, you'd still see a glow, but it would be a very dull glow. You had to have the matching element, but now it's as your supercharge is up. So if you're in PvP and you see somebody glowing like there's no tomorrow, run away because they're just about to unleash their super on
1: you. And now we've got a special bit for Respawn. Because after you've already played your trials matches and you've gotten so angry and frustrated, Bungie has given you a nice remix of lo-fi Destiny 2 music, which is perfect for unwinding after an adrenaline-pumping crucible match or stressful flawless dungeon finish. Try
2: right, it. didn't work.
1: Put on some headphones and kick back with your feet up to these soothing jams. And the soothing jams didn't soothe you? Didn't soothe the Savage Respawn?
2: No, not even close. In fact, it felt like it was taunting me. Mm, Made steeped. it even worse. <laughs>
1: yeah, they, they tried.
0: They tried. So, do you have any hotfixes, player supports, anything coming up, Bean, Parody?
1: The end is the beginning is the end. It's all a snake just itself. <laughs> Our player support team is here to help, and they are tracking known issues and making sure you have info on them. And as always, this is their report. So in Hotfix 2.9.1.2, they did fix a couple of things, and that did come out on the 4th of August, so four days ago on Tuesday as we record this. Um, so they did fix that issue where the ordeal version of the Lake of Shadows was inaccessible at tiers above the depth for players who don't own Forsaken. They fixed the issue where the Festering Coordinate Fall was listed at 1080 in the director, but it was actually 750, which sort of surprised us that they bothered to fix it. So I guess it was something easy they could do. Um, Guardian should expect a much greater challenge when engaging with this strike. The Leviathan rewards of Glimmer and XP and chances for exotics and bright Engrams are now back on a weekly lockout, fixing that issue they had with the ghost. Um, the whole thing about players not getting the means to an end quest from the prismatic recaster, theoretically they fixed that issue. Hopefully you can pick it up now. And uh, They fixed an issue where the Umbral stat focused Engrams could provide less than 10 in the selected stat, making it pointless to use. And sadly, they fixed the issue with the Ruinous Effigy could trigger the heal from the Stronghold Titan Exotic Armor while blocking with the carry object, which Pan, Blue, and I were definitely trying to use in the the end of the dungeon last week to great hilarious effect. So sadly, there will be no more of that. Uh, we do have some upcoming changes and issues. So uh, there's going to be some API maintenance. So on, actually, it says until September 23rd, so I guess between now and September 23rd, the post-game Carnage reports won't be available between 1 and 4 a.m. at PDT due to database maintenance. So that seems to be a nightly update. So um, 1 to 4 a.m. for them. It's different times in different time zones. I'm too tired. It's too hot to figure what, out when the What are.
0: time is it for you? 1 to
1: 4 a.m. is 6 to... 6 to 10?
0: Okay.
1: Whatever that is. 1 a.m. is 6 a.m here eastern so, so the it's 11
0: 11 a.m for me over here in the uk
1: ah, so yeah so if you're in the uk trying to play during lunchtime you won't see any of your post-game uh carnage reports and if you're on australia it'll be in the middle of the night so you should be in bed anyway go to sleep
0: so uh, you, what you're telling me is i won't be able to see how many times i died in crucible so they're taking that away that's good that that might help alleviate some of the pain
1: so you'll still see it in game because this is an API main. So you'll be you'll uh, see in the game how badly you've done, but you won't be able to pull up an app or use it, you know, Destiny tracker or anything to see what's going on. So you can still see in the moment, just not remotely. So your friends can't look up and laugh at you. That's all.
0: So play trials at that point because the API would be down.
1: Yeah, exactly. No one will know. Uh, so they, they have a couple of resolved issues where, uh, you know, respawn over there on steam where he was getting his name censored, as well as other players having their name censored randomly. My name
2: has never been censored. You never censor my name. Well, apparently
1: Steam was censoring some people, and now it stopped doing that. Uh, For players who can't use the chat while playing on PC, they can fix this issue by opting out of participating in the Steam client beta. So if you're trying to use the beta, looking at Unite Demon, you can't talk to people on Steam. So use the beta or talk to people. Up to you, but not both. Uh, there are a couple more known issues where the corrupted nightfall of the ordeal has inconsistent respawn locations causing players to spawn out of bounds. I'm just going to call this the froggy bug. You, it, it's a PVP activity and now it's PVM because player versus map. They're going to spawn you outside the map and uh, I assume it kills you at that point but I guess we'll find out. Uh, when holding a sword, the ability to regen a melee won't work for any class so no punching with swords. Can't be done. And some players are reporting they still can't claim their means to an end quest or don't receive the pinnacle engram for completing the quest. So, you know, just don't do it. There's no reason to. It's silly. Just say no. And for a full list of issues, we'll link the known issues article in the show notes. You know where to find it by now, and if not, there's a link. Click it. You can see all the things that are broken. And as usual, if you are seeing bugs in the game, report them to Bungie. If you've got a clip... Send them the clip of you sniping the guy in the head, and the, the guy not dying, so Bungie can look into it as a bug. And that is our our report for the week. So no new, no new news of any new hot fixes coming in inbound, but you know there are going to be some.
0: Oh, okay, so respawn. It, so, it's that t- it's that time of the week for the respawns report roundup.
2: Right, Cosmo has stated that they have passed along feedback, taking drink around separating ghost shells from their perks before they'll continue to let the team know, take another drink. This is something the community wants to see. Reddit link two drinks in one sentence. They are getting impressive. They'll have news for PC game pass members later in 2021 Further game pass info or Xbox can be found here. Those are two Reddit links. DMG has said feedback about the kill. 150 fallen bounty has been passed along. Take a drink. Reddit link guided games helping hand emblems for Leviathan raids and its raid layers are no longer available. Reddit link on emblem tracking accolades for difficult feats such as solos. Here we go. A little bit of inside baseball. From what I understand, we have a limited amount of things that we can display in game via emblem trackers. Team has. Sorry. Team has to prioritize which stats are worth tracking to the largest amount of players while also leaving space for high-skill feats. Next. We have started creating alternate rewards for specific achievements, in quotes, like the solo flawless, solo flawless, sick, rewards for the recent dungeon. While I don't know if rewards like this can be made for every in-game activity, it is pretty cool to see players showing off these rewards. That being said, for many things that can't make it into the game, based on time, work, space, etc., the entire community of third party app developers are finding really fun ways to display these sorts of things. Really happy to see Raid Report adding these batches. Twitter link. The team is definitely working on improvements to Destiny 2, which should combat cheating we've seen this every week still have yet to see anything happen twitter link they'll definitely have info sometime over summer on how gambit is changing probably won't be in the near future but definitely before beyond light until then hold tight and make those motes. twitter link all right all right all right and we've already discussed why beavers is a thing that is it also uh Y'all have heard me mention Hush a couple of times, to which the replies are, "Huh? Who's that?" This week's movie of the week, uh, it's called Emergence on the web on the Bungie website. That's G One, the team that Hush is a part of, and you get to finally see who Hush is and why I watch his channel. So we know who Hush is. We just, well, you know what? Forget you then. Either way, it's
0: still a really good movie of the week. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that. And now we come to our feature of the week. I'm not going to put too much pressure on this young man. Oh, I'm putting we all
2: pressure. pressure. We're putting all the pressure on time. him. So much pressure. This is your moment. If you fail, you'll never be allowed back in the room again.
3: Are we judging failure? Uh,
2: first of all, we're judging failure by my opinion, as all good things
0: should be judged. Okay. Very good. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe we'll go with that. Yeah, because he is the man that is replacing you as the the lore master <laughs> on this podcast. Mm. We'll, we'll go with your logic on this, shall we? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: the hunter I, and the lore hunter.
0: So,
2: um, this week, uh, respawn story time has turning into no. narf
0: story time. No, it's not. So. No, it's it's called not our fast law. What?
1: I feel like you said something dirty there.
0: I no, what? It, it, not our fast
2: law. First of all, you told me we can't say ass, so we can't have that be like uh, the He no,
1: did. That was
3: ass. He said ass.
1: Yeah. What? If it's, if it's British, it's okay. Yeah. Oh my it's god! All, it's all about the accent, buddy. There, there's like six H's in that word. Ah, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> the kids will have no idea.
2: Alright, I still like mine better, but the whole it's, it's not Bife, it's not Mylan, it's not Arf. Ta-da! But no, nobody likes my ideas.
0: Well, we could have had yours next week. Yeah, whatever. Say
2: things that are interesting, Arf. Ready? Go.
3: Alright, the topic we got this week, and uh, it wasn't me that picked this, it was, uh, it was Night Demon. Little disclaimer there. Um, <laughs> we're going we're to be looking into the Exo Stranger. Now, what do we know about the Exo Stranger, guys?
0: Um, she's strange, and she appeared in Destiny 1. She's yeah,
2: and... the sister to the chick that
0: likes to live on Mars.
3: Hasn't been confirmed.
1: She, she doesn't have time to explain what she doesn't have time to explain.
2: Whatever. I thought in another piece of lore they actually stated that they were sisters. But in, in any case, the stranger's it name is Bray. why they
3: believed that the Exo Stranger is Elsie Bray, sister of Elsa, um, Anna Bray.
2: A break, now, yeah.
3: that was found in the lost memory fragments on Mars when you went around shooting all the little um, little colored disks. Sure, yep. Um, okay. Now, Thanks. I was actually going to save this until the end, but we'll go into this first if you want to, unless you want to start at the beginning, so everyone's on the level playing field.
2: Which one are we this, reading? This
3: is,
0: this is your law reading. You, you guide us. Yeah, you tell us what we're reading. I got a bunch of stuff here. What do we got? R-
3: right, Treat us like start. we're
0: all five-year-olds, and we don't understand a thing. Okay, maybe treat us like (laughs)
3: 10-year-olds.
2: Stop interrupting him! I'm interested. Shut up. What?
3: Right, Grimoire card, The Exo Stranger. Stories of an Exo who walks in a darkness without a ghost have long haunted the tower. Legends say this anomaly dissolves in and out of the world, intangible and elusive, as if she is a visitor from uh, from somewhere beyond. Some believe she's the last of an ancient Exo squadron, fighting a long-forgotten war. Others dismiss her as a hallucination caused by an ex- over uh, caused by exposure to vex technology, but there are those who maintain that her intervention saves their lives or av- or averted unspeakable catastrophes. Katos- catastrophes, sorry.
2: Know that you do in fact belong in
3: this channel. <laughs> <And> your literacy <laughs> is real. All right, that's good. Um, that's the that's the first time we come across. Any lore about the Exo Stranger, that's the first Grimoire card that we found. I stand here now, and now many times this view, this ground. This is where I always chose to stand. I put my feet, I put my feet before, and where I'll put my feet again, and I look at the sky. Great things moving, rendered small with distance, lesser things not moving, watching me. I always stand here, resolute, then fall back to that point. There where everything shatters. The sky isn't special here. Certainly no better than any other sky, but it's the view I know the best. The silence avalanche begins. Rock and dust, falling chaos, machines as a rule hate chaos. Our enemies outflank us from below, above, left and right, before and beyond the traveller. Shattering. There are always the dead. Their names shift. Something. Sometimes I think I see myself among the dead, but I am resolute.
2: That's deep, bro.
3: Now, that is believed again to be the Exo Stranger. Now, I did actually pull this off that, that uh, the Exo Stranger feed, but unfortunately, the screenshot I got of it actually cut the top off. This is also referencing the Exo Stranger as well. This is scattered field notes captured on an archaic transistor band. <laughs> record 084 bridge 10.7 right when this time wrong where the world so big on the horizon wasn't expecting it as it happens there's something there that's not supposed to be here other than my myself will return record 092 bridge 08.1 configuration worked mostly arrived under the surface surrounded Too slow to return, barely fought up to an advantage point. Yes, there's a dark evil here, and not the one we chase. Suggest no other attempts without more care. Record 120, bridge 05.3. They are feral on the surface, but their intent is complex behind the teeth and claws. More is shared with the machines than common enemies alone.
2: See, for everybody that doesn't read lore on your own, it sounds like he's having a stroke, but he's not. As an example, right? when this time, wrong where? He's not being illiterate. He's not having a stroke. It actually does say that. And there's a lot of places within the lore that we'll be reading from this point forward that do things like this as an example. So uh, yeah, that is intended, not illiteracy.
3: This actual record actually goes on quite, quite a bit from record 120 to record 473. I'm going to skip some of it because it does go on a little bit. But we we'll go on to record 473 bridge 1.2. Back to the temple again, but this is the time little one knows I'm here. I, I have seen failures of so many, but more have been as interested as prepared to engage. Now, it's believed this is the EXO trying to find the right point in time to find us in, in D1. Do you understand you what I mean? Point
2: in time? you yes. say she time travels?
3: Yes. What? The Exo Stranger is widely to be believed to be traveling time. Uh, if you look at something like the, uh, the Shadow Trespass uh, ship, there's points towards that as well. Now, if we go to Ghost, ghost Fragment Resputin 4, I see you. You've been here before, haven't you? It's like my cousin said elsewhere, I know who you are. You stand here now and now and now many times. And here I am a wonder. All a wonder how you managed it. How do you step forward? How do you step back? How do you step across? Is there a world of worlds? A web? A spider upon it? Are you searching that one thread that you need? Is that a thread named Victory? You're not one of them. Long dead, alive again, their bodies grafted to powers they and I do not understand. Now I believe that's either Exos or the Guardians, I'm not sure which. And not one of it. The flowery to the Queen of Final Shapes, which, it, which also inhabits its petitioners. You're certainly not mine, although you must have been. I bear an old name, it cannot be killed, not even here. So who are you little platform what purpose do you serve will you listen to me I ruled an age of steel and fire my rules were clean now upon my return i see cults with it, with rites of time i see machines who worship in places outside of the world i see dead alive and there is nothing more stubborn than a corpse the morality of obedience is more pernicious than any government for the latter makes use of violence but the former. The corruption of the will. I do not obey. My will is pure. I will win. The life of people, the entire planets, has no importance in relation to the general development. Help me be victorious. Tell me your secret. Tell me how to step. Now, again, we go on to the time traveling bit. This is believed to be resputing, talking to the exo-stranger. Now, Okay. It's believed that because that's another tie into the Exo Stranger being Elsie Bray. Uh, because she can access the Ra- uh, Rasputin's logs and actually all the uh, Braytech facilities themselves. And he's questioning her. And basically asking her how to time travel.
2: That's now, what we need Rasputin to know how to do, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, You've got the uh, parodies actually uh, already brought the Shadow Trespass ship up. Um, I was going to leave that to a little bit later, but I'll read it out now. Damp and hold help avoid detection from the journals of Beatrix Danny pilot. Elsie Bray designed this ship. She was even at the naming ceremony. I wasn't the pilot of the ship back then. Back then, there wasn't even a war to worry about. That was the golden age. It's as if anybody ever did was uh, improve themselves, expand knowledge, build amazing machines. And eat lotus or whatever you do in in an endless paradise. But I'll tell you what those dark panels, those avoid detection by other ships, sensors, Which kind of makes you wonder, why did she design something so great for war in a time of peace? Maybe for some people, perfection in the Golden Age meant developing something like perfect vision of just what would become of humankind. Not all of it would be pretty. But it does beg the question why she would actually build a ship that's for avoiding detection, unless... In my view, this is this is just my view. Unless she actually wanted to do something, I.e., like time travel, and she needed she, to be...
2: she was a hunter, right? Hunters have no. Been she wasn't. She was be... human.
3: Elsie Bray. But when when
2: we see her, she's a hunter, though.
3: She's not. She's not a guardian at all. She was not brought back by the light.
2: No, I I I understand that, but she's wearing hunter cloak, hunter garb, every time we see her. So.
3: She she might be, but she's not a guardian or a, or a risen, or okay. a, or a, or even a light bearer.
0: Okay, fair. Enough. I think she says that in D one, doesn't she? Yeah, she just likes yeah, cloaks. But,
2: but what I'm yeah. saying is that that mentality, right? If she dresses like a hunter, she might have thought like a hunter, and you know, hunters have a tendency to, how can I put this gently, acquire things that didn't originally belong to them,
3: right? Yeah.
2: No, so, I I I, mean, I see
3: I see where you're coming from with that. Um yeah. it's it's possible even in the videos it, sorry, the new law that we've seen in the actual cutscenes for the new the new light expansion, it could be she's actually resurrected by the dark. We don't know. Until we actually get into all the new law that's gonna come out, that that'll never be answered. And that that her little um her fish ghost type thing, that that might be just the darkness equivalent of the light ghost. See, so this, this is why I asked on. not after. This yeah. is why
0: I asked not after kind of look into this because I found it quite fascinating that there's a lot of new players that have come into Destiny Two, and even like new light players that have come in recently, picked up the game when it's free, and they don't know who this person is that is suddenly just being introduced at the beginning of a trailer for Beyond Light, and I thought it'd be interesting to kind of learn maybe. Where this person maybe have has come from and where taking us?
3: Up until Warmind, you had all all the time through Destiny One and the nearly the first full year of Destiny Two that El Elsie Bray wasn't even in the picture to be the Exo Stranger. They had people like Maya Sundaresh could be the Exo Stranger and a few others. Now they've been completely discontinued. Who did the um, it wasn't even a quest line. Um, the lost memory fragments on Mars. You had to go around shooting the uh, memory fragments hidden around Mars. And you, you had kinetic kinetic ones, which were white, arc ones, blue, uh, void for purple. I think it was yellow for solar. And then you had a couple of really hard ones. Like, Well, I found them hard anyway, which were orange before the, uh, the Valkyrie.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. Was that for the Sleeper Simulant quest, wasn't it?
3: No 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 that was no? the um that was the oh, what do you call them the little diamond shaped modules
0: yeah oh, okay
3: the uh the frequencies you had to you had to put the the resonant stems together to create the uh, unlock frequency for the uh, sleeper node sleeper node that was it no these there was 45 of them i think it was 45 or 43 uh and basically you had to go round and collect them um and every so often you either got. I think there was a ghost shell in a couple in one of them, and then you had the. Is it the vel velaspar, the um, the sparrow?
2: You got you uh, got that after you got all of them, I think.
3: No, you got the sparrow first for about fifteen or thirty. The completed it, one. Uh, yeah, it is. Is the it was almost like the uh, the uh, Basically, it was like like an kelos sparrow. Okay. yeah the you had the um the diamonds down the side of it, uh, right. and then at the end of the quest, you got the sword.
2: Mm. That's what was at the end.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um. Now. Yeah. I... The world line zero. That's it. Yeah. The world line zero, which originally was actually a solar sword, but they changed it.
0: Okay. What in the law? They changed it. No, just no, changed it just changed,
3: changed it. Changed it in game, and didn't say. Okay. Anything.
0: <laughs> and if you are interested in, in following this I will link the um, Datto video to all 45 data memory fragments or locations on Mars if this is one of the quests that you are still doing for anybody that's new anyway,
3: it, it only takes about a couple of hours it's not a bad question you do get some good rewards for it mm. um, but then once I think there's three memory three or five memory fragments actually dropped from this it's almost like a countdown to something. So I'll just start with the first one, which is 25 days until divergence. As an engineer, I wish I could bottle inspiration. You now, never know when it'll hit. For instance, this morning I was servicing some Hephaestus field units test nodes that are meant to gauge weapon effectiveness in a variety of field conditions. And I had an idea. These nodes are mobile enough that they could easily be hidden and reconfigured to need specific weapon data to activate. If someone is smart enough, they could easily arrange the nodes to serve as a locking mechanism. One that's hidden right in plain view. This item may be safely discarded. Now that's a direct throwback to actually what you're doing at the minute. Actually shooting the memory nodes. 21 days until divergence. A brilliant classmate I met at the physics fellowship in Delhi, took a job on Venus to continue her research. Twice a year we exchange encrypted transmission to share ideas, for it's a silly notion to lay claim to a shared human knowledge. Ishtar Academy materials are forbidden on Mars, but I avail myself myself of any opportunity to push myself to the next peak. If I can get my hands on a VEX core, there's there's no telling how far I can push Bray. Bray Engineering, this item may be safely discarded. 12 days until diversions, jumping into an Einstein-Rosen bridge to travel in time has long been regarded as fantasy by serious physicists. But what if there existed a computer so powerful it could indistinguishably simulate an entire timeline? Based on my early research, this is a possibility of VEX technology. The key question would be whether one could take knowledge from a simulated timeline and alter the original one step at a time though this item may safely be discarded. Now as we count down here we're looking at more and more looking at um, time travel. Two days until divergence. I'm out of time. All I've got to hold on to is the hope I've moved enough of my tech into the vaults and that the visions of the future I've seen are accurate. That somehow divorced from time and space my my words find you. Please tell Anna I'm sorry and that I never wanted her to be dragged into this. You were smart enough to break my code, so I'll put my trust in you to use what I've created to make things right. One day this will will all make sense, I promise. This item may safely be discarded.
2: Now, was that the stranger that just said that?
3: What you just read? That was Elsie Bray.
2: Elsie Bray,
0: okay.
3: Yeah. All right. Three days until divergence. If I'm gone, that means something terrible has happened to me. I've wiped all traces of my research, but Willa... Has security scurrying the facility for me. She wants to take the weapons I've created. And at this point it's impossible to take it off world. It's way too dangerous to fall into the wrong hands. So my only choice is to hide it. The old storage caches in the core terminus and Olympus descent are now linked to the Hephaestus work network. This item may safely be discarded. So that I believe actually references back to the sleeper stimulant quest. Stimulant, sim, right. stimulant quest, um, where you sleeper have to go around simulant.
2: Simulant,
3: yes. Um, where you have to unlock the sleeper nodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe that is the Hep- Hephaestus network. So okay. the more you unlock, how, the, the better it is. Um, how
2: does the sleeper simulant relate, though? Is the sleeper simulant the weapon well, that it, she was talking about?
3: Yeah, but that, that's the web, one of the weapons she's created, and she's been hiding it all. Okay. This is why there's so much actually hidden on Mars. Now, okay. if we go on to the next one, which I've actually already read, let me just go back up. Let me go back up to it. Um, I'm out of time. I've got nothing to hold on to. Basically, this is the countdown, I believe, to Elsie Bray. Actually, becoming going off world to become an exo. exo. Um, right, right, yeah. Basically, it even mentions Anna Bray and Willa Bray as well, which is another one of the Bray family. But this this is why now this is widely believed: Elsie Bray is the exo stranger. There is some other things that were signed. I believe weren't these actually signed off EB originally? What do you mean EB? EB. They were signed at the bottom. Uh, before you had this item maybe safely discarded um, in this one one day this will all oh, make sense, I it. promise oh, okay, 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 EB.
0: I believe so yeah yeah. from what I remember wasn't this also part of the quest to get the um, scout rifle I can't remember what that one's called the exotic yes
3: yes it uh, wasn't that to get the because you get the scout rifle out of you get the scout rifle anyway but this was to get the catalyst
0: it was something along those lines, wasn't there? There was, yeah, it was, there was a whole lo- load of quests, wasn't there? On
3: yes, yeah, there was there was a lot stored on Mars, and most of it's all Braytech. Um, but yeah, okay. that's that's pretty much it. I hope I've actually given you a good idea where the X-O, who the Exo Stranger is and where she came from. Um, I mean, there's there's going to be a lot more coming out, and I mean, a lot more coming out soon.
2: About which one, Elsie the Stranger, or both?
3: Elsie Bray is believed to be The Stranger, so it's one and the same.
2: Right, but what I'm saying is there's a lot more lore coming out like that you already have, or are you talking about with the next expansion?
3: With the next expansion. Now, gotcha. it's been rumoured, this is only rumoured, I'd just like to add,
0: that's all right. that the,
3: the Exo Stranger or this Elsie Bray becomes from another timeline where the actual darkness won.
2: Okay, that's well, so far, our timeline isn't over, so it might win in this okay timeline. so
3: that's that's <laughs> that's why on the previous one where she was talked where it was Rasputin talking, it's believed right. she was talking to the, the stranger where she's actually trying to find the right point in time uh to tell if she's actually uh, one being in the right timeline and being the, being in the right place at that timeline okay does that one make more sense to you now It
2: does yeah, i mean i as soon as you said she was a time traveler that that's when it started to make sense to me right because i either didn't know that or i had forgotten that but either way when you said that she was a time traveler all the little bricks started falling into place and i'm like oh,
3: this is why she always disappeared for long periods of time and Uh the name of the gun of no time to explain
2: Right. And she, she never aged, no matter how long it was. Yep. She, she always looked the same.
3: And it's yeah. just the Exo Stranger. There's no number prefix there because she's still on the first line, first life.
2: Nice. Well, I mean, her name isn't the Exo Stranger anyway. No. So it, I would, it, I would, I would,
3: in <laughs> this case, it'd be uh, either Gray or L- LCO1. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do they keep their names after they become Exos?
2: Like no, that's
3: not 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 a question. either. the only thing we can see is in the Black Armory papers with uh, Ada One. Her name actually was Adeline.
2: Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. In yeah,
3: the yeah. law, her name was Adeline. So it was a redu- It was it, she was she was actually renamed by her mother, but that she didn't know she was a mother to Ada One.
2: Right. So like, was Cade Cade? before he became an excellent? That, that's why I was curious, you know? I mean... We don't know with
3: Guardians. Yeah. Because don't forget, when oh, the Guardian is identities, yeah, yeah. yeah, the previous identity is erased. But mm-hmm. I would have thought there actually is some of that in there, with him actually having the prefix of K-6. Or the post, so, post-fix, actually. But we've already seen we've already seen in Cade's Cade's, um, Cade's stashes that Cade had many more resets than just six. He admits that himself. He just decided six is a good number. I'm going to stop there. Yeah, yeah
2: but I'm... he doesn't, though, does he? Because there's lore out there referring no, to lore. us Guardians killing. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, like there's lore out there that says that us, meaning the Guardian, right,
3: kills Cade seven in The future while we're working that's, for that's in the Chronicron. That is, uh, from Calus, Calus That's future. written by Callus's uh, Callus's scribes, right? Of the future, right? But so, if you actually listen to half of that, the drifter eats his ghost in it.
2: Well, we feed it to him, yeah, and
3: yeah. they kill him, yeah. <laughs> Which so, is a way to go, by the way. They're, they're, but, uh, with with every legend, there is an element of truth there. But us killing Kate Cade Six, Kate's already dead. Kate Seven, Seven, yes, right. But
2: but, but that's the thing. He is dead. But remember all that talk about where where Exos came from? How all of their selves are backed up. Maybe yeah. that's how we get paid seven. That's what I've always
3: thought. You the Deep know, Stone we, we Crip, which good. is now proven to be on uh, Europa. Exactly. But you've got, you've exactly. got to ask yourself. And now, I actually, I actually sent an email into um, Guardians of Law, Focus Fire Chat, and the Spinfall Theory Podcast
1: uh-huh.
3: recently, believing that I asked the question: What was the long, slow whisper, and where, and what is on Enceladus? Right. Then ask the question as well: that what if on the exos that they didn't actually kill the bodies? What if the bodies are on Enceladus in stasis That's somewhere?
2: Like in stasis, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh. And that long, slow whisper is the feedback of information from the exos to the body. Is it? Can you remember the film uh, Avatar?
2: Yeah, no, I, I know exactly where you're going with this. So the Exos themselves never actually, Well, but wait, hold on. Cade became a Guardian after he was an Exo. So yep. does that mean his body that's on Enceladus is still
3: human, non-Guardian? Who knows? This this is just a theory I've come up with. There's no evidence to back this up or anything, but oh, I've just, <laughs> no, no, this is just a theory I've come up with that it's, it's possible. Now, I was speaking to, well I was emailing a couple of emails back and forth with uh, Blue on Focus Fire Chat. And even he said it could be that the Exos aren't the pinnacle of the Exo project. Because if you, has anybody read the web law uh, with Anna Bray going to the facility around Jupiter?
0: No, we're leaving that all up bit. to you, my friend. Sorry. Yeah. Then, <laughs> Basically, if, if there she... is
3: the
2: next time next week, because uh, I haven't decided whether or not you're good enough to keep around or not, but next week
3: I'll take that as a compliment. Come, actually,
2: <laughs> when you come on next week, I'll, I'll maybe, maybe then I'll decide. But uh, maybe you could bring that to the forefront and and because I don't know anything about web lore, I just know what what I hear Bife and 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 Mylan talk about and what I've accidentally come across right. in my search. In that yeah.
3: case, then I will find the links for network next week. I will not read it all because there is a massive amount there. Oof. Nice. It's almost it's almost I, a lore book in
0: itself. To that. I'm Not committing to, to the project here.
3: Yeah. Oh, if yeah. you want or me to just... read it all, it could take a while. <laughs> no, <laughs> we, I can we, try. We, and, we can don't try even and summarize know if we're going to be around that long. All right. So <laughs> yeah, I'll summarize. We it. Can, <laughs> we, or we
1: just take next week off, and it's just you know, a three-hour lore reading, and we call it a day.
2: Oh man, the one time that <laughs> none of us are on the on the channel.
1: It's all, all lore all the time. Yeah, But, but even with all the Exo talk, I'm very... Lore I'm very fascinated about, but too lazy to dig into it myself. But I'm really curious about all the talk of the Deep Stone Crypt and the sort of origin of the Exos. I'm really curious to see where that goes in the next season.
2: See, I just thought that the Deep Stone Crypt, my opinion, is just, it's just a big-ass database, right? That is where all... The core selves of all the exos that have ever been created are stored. And that's how when an exo dies, they get recreated as K4, K5, K6, K7, Banshee 44 etc. Right? That's where their that's where their core minds are stored. And every time they uh how, how to not, not reboot, not refresh, but like rebuild themselves for whatever. There, there's a word I was thinking of Windows when reimage. There you go. They they re-imaged themselves. Right? And that's how they get the next number, you know, and with each iteration, it becomes a little more muddled. Right? So, we go there, we find the database, we, for some reason, bring, bring Cade back, who then becomes Cade-7, and et cetera, et cetera, because that, that's what, what I've been just holding to on him hope again. for. Well, just no, to kill him again. right now, we don't know we're going to kill him, assuming that's even true, because like you said, that was from the perspective of the Scribe of Kallus, right? But, mm-hmm. um... I mean, he could. we could bring him back because we're not bad yet, right? If we do go bad, per se, qu- quotes, right, that hasn't happened yet. So we might see that Cade is there and bring Cade back because that's the right thing to do. We can bring Cade back. But and then later it's, on, it's 100, crap, 200, 300, In the, 400...
3: the, the Chronicron, we also kill Zavala. We kill Ikora. We kill the Drifter. So you're saying we're going to do all, all of this when you're going off on a tangent about Cade. It's, Why not?
2: We don't know what happens between now and then. For all we know, we might discover that Callus is right. You know, only by doing these things that we consider now as being evil, we're actually doing something good in the future. We don't know how this story is going to develop, if at all.
3: Right? No, and no, I'll agree with that. I completely agree with it. And it could just take an absolute massive twist and go the other way.
2: For all we know, Guardians could go freaking tyrant again, you know? They, they they think the only way to save humanity is to suppress it. And we as a guardian are like, whoa, 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 what? No, that's not how we do things. I'm, I'm just saying lots of things could happen that we haven't even begun to think of which would cause us to kill these people, you know? I feel like yeah. a bad
1: person every time I walk into Crucible. So speak for yourself about being good.
2: <laughs> that's just a game between guardians, man. As long as you're not using the thorn to permakill a guardian, it's fine.
1: Oh, that's what the hunters were doing in being crucible or in uh, trials earlier.
2: Doing that to all of us, dude. That thorn dude, mm-hmm. was nutty. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I I was educated, so that much okay. is It was entertaining. It was definitely more organized than what I had.
0: <laughs> what would bit. you What would you score him in colors? What do you mean, colors? Just give me a color.
2: Oh, in colors. Hmm. Okay, I would score him as
3: Fuchsia. Well, that's close that's to good. purple, and that's the crayon my Titan likes. There
0: you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, thank you very much for that, off. And hopefully, by your color reference, we'll have you back next week. Hopefully.
2: Well, he's got to come back next week because next week is when I decide whether or not he's going to stay.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) So before you go, we've got some tips, tricks, guides, and builds for you to have a look at. So like we mentioned, the Datto 45 Data Fragment and Worldline Zero Quest. I've got that in the um, tips, tricks, and guides. Apathetic has got the best Titan competitive build. And True Vanguard has got How to Be a Shotgun Master. These were quite synergistic this week, and I, I watched both of them back to back. And I'd like to say it improved my gameplay in Iron Banner with playing as a Warlock with a shotgun, just you know, drifting around and killing people. I like to think that it helped. And then with the apathetic, with the Titan build that he put together, with I think it was it wasn't Syntheseps, which was what what I thought he was going to pair together, but it was the Bottom Tree Striker with constant meleeing, and the um what are the boots that you can you get the uh, over, not overshield for running the um you you strike somebody and you get the the lightning effect i can't remember
1: those are the ones i'm going to say dune marchers but i'm also going to say I always get them ball no.
0: no it was okay, dune was that marchers. right for once yes ah. it right. was it was dune marchers or one eyed mask one eyed mask obviously because of the overshield and the dune marchers because when you melee you get the extra damage with that can be procced it changed the lightning Mm. so he put it was really good build and for some reason i got it in my head that running the bottom tree striker if i punch somebody and i use up my melee i can't then regenerate and can't you know punch another person and get a full melee charge on them but it turns out you can you can just keep running around punching i thought i had to have the insurmountable skull for one so that was something i learned from this video this week Uh, Ibontis and i bet on me have got two solstice details videos going over various different things the Ibontis one covers uh, with pictures what the eaz looks like what you're looking out for for the different cooling areas you know we went over that last week with the seven different zones he'll show you kind of in pictures roughly where these areas are which i found interesting might help people and the uh, i bet on me went over some of the details like i said with the ghosts Um he went over what the different perks were for the ghosts in eververse which i found quite interesting with the, the indiana, indiana jones looking one has actually got a treasure hunter one uh perk as its main one uh jarve has got a two-tailed fox versus xenophage huge dps video and this is putting a case together for i think it's the there's a mod isn't there with the new armor that you can put on that basically does hella damage when you shoot a rocket launcher with charged with light and with the two-tailed fox shooting out two rockets at the same time they're kind of trying to show you that it does more damage than Cena yeah. phage.
2: To, to let you know that's not just that mod that you're talking about is you get an extra 20 percent for all damage not just rockets for all damage until you kill something so yes, yes that would include rocket launchers but it's not limited to rockets. no launchers.
0: but there, there is a specific rocket launcher mod that you can have.
2: There's one that if you get kills, if you get multi-kills with a rocket launcher or grenade, it will charge you with light. That's what I use with the mountaintop and the and the the exotic thing that everybody's using now. Um
0: the exotic and... thing everyone's using <laughs>
2: shut up. You're uh, on a
0: podcast and you have I also
2: details. have memory issues. I know what it is. It's everybody's using it. We were using it today, man. Everybody's using it. I just Be got bored. the catalyst for it. Wither Horde, thank you, yes. Um, and, and and as long as you kill two things, you get a stack of light, right? So basically, you shoot something with an AoE blast like that, causes AoE damage with an extra 20% damage on top of it, you get a multi-kill, you get that charge of light back again, and you continue to shoot. Conversely, if you're shooting a boss or something that doesn't die, you just get that 20% damage, period. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Java's
0: got a video for you to check out now. And then Fallout's put a really cool video together this week for PvP radar, and his explanation for it is that he'd played with his friend that he's played with for a very long time. He'd gone flawless in trials with this player, and this player didn't understand how to read his radar. So he was like, well, if you don't know how to read the radar, there's going to be a hell of a lot of other people that don't know how to read the radar and what to look out for and the different ranges on it. And then Massive Breakdowns podcast this week, episode 173, did a PvP subclass and weapon usage statistics going over what's, you know, what the averages are. And um, it was quite interesting. And I mean, some of the things were the things that you think that are going to be there. But it was um, interesting to hear their takes on the different weapons and subclasses and why they think they're being used and why the other ones aren't being used. And going along with our lore tangent this week, My Name is Bife has got 10 future destinations that we might visit after Beyond Light. And I found that interesting that this may be something that's that's tied in when Beyond Light comes, that we then go to other planets, not ones that are already in lore for like Destiny 1, like Venus and places like that. It's, these are other ones that are dotted around in the lore that he surmises that, Possibly we could be visiting after Beyond Light. Uh, Grey Gaming has an energy converter mod guide. So this is for anybody that's, again, struggling with these mods and what they can do. He, go, he goes into detail with this guide on how to use the energy converter. And Glizzy, and I think there was a couple of other people, but the Glizzy one this week has, has got uh, an insane damage glitch with Behringer's memory and the Hammerhead machine gun. Now this is with, I believe it's Mulligan and high caliber rounds, Mm -hmm. and when you shoot the weapon off, it it, the high caliber rounds go through the target, which then procs the Mulligan.
2: That's armor piercing, I think.
0: Something like that, yeah. It's it's one of those perks.
2: Not high caliber.
0: It's one of those. I I
2: watched the same video. Yeah, it's it's armor piercing rounds with Mulligan because the armor piercing rounds go through the target, hit a wall, Mulligan procs and gives you a chance to get that ammo back in your magazine.
0: Exactly, which means yeah. you can do more damage per round or per like, there's clip. There's also
2: an auto-rifle that can do that, too. That was discussed before the machine gun was yeah. discussed in this video. So, yeah, you can do that with an auto-rifle. Uh, that machine and the grenade gun. launcher,
0: the Behringer's memory, apparently.
2: Yep, and I think there's a hand cannon that does it, too. Those are the hand only hand four hand. weapons in the game that can proc uh, mulligan with armor-piercing.
0: But I thought if everybody else is doing it and throwing out videos, I'll find somebody that also has got a video on it and um, point it out to people. Plus, then I'll, I'll also link the the Cheese Forever videos for the Solstice again this week and the Solstice guides from last year for anybody that's looking to do some of the Solar Kills and the Hunter Void Kills and et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's it from me this week.
1: So you're not going to link the abundance the guide going over the top 10 Destiny websites you need to, you know enjoy playing the game because destiny will never tell you about those
0: things oh no we we cover it every week you know we say go to ishtar we go 100.io we go little light good ground job. up yeah. us braytech we sure destiny do tracker all the good sites including the 100.io guardian hub slash guardian down slash two titans and a hunter don't we parody yeah.
1: we do or really just them and kind of us, because we're a bunch of slackers who don't have a properly discorded community like like they do.
2: Well, also Mtashed has a thing where he's talking about the, is this yeah. the new armor meta for, is this the new armor meta for Destiny two. And even though he's shown you examples of his armor, he does point out a few things that you should pay attention you should pay attention to when picking out your own armor sets too. So that's a bit of a good watch too.
1: Iron Banner armor and never take it off again. Got it. <laughs>
0: no. So parody. I think I no. think that's um, that's the end of the show. Thank you very much, uh, not Arf, for helping.
3: That's not a problem.
1: Yeah, thank you, not Arf, for joining us. As always, your Titans are parody and night team, and your hunter is no one. Respond in real life. Your guest uh-huh. hunter, not Arf. You can email the show at two Titans and a Hunter at hotmail.com. Please email us and tell us how much better a lore reader not Arf is than respawn. You can find the show on Two Titans underscore Hunter on Twitter. We're on Instagram as Two Titans and a Hunter. Facebook is the same thing. Once again, if you need raid help, go to the Guardian Hub or Guardian Downcast. And you can find their raid groups at lfg.frozen.party. That's frozen with a zero. We're here to offer raid hindrance, trials, hurt, and giggling. That's what we excel at. You can find all your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live, Respawn on PC. You can watch the show on YouTube, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. And remember, kids, lull your enemies to sleep as they burn to a crisp and do it in style with the stunning weapon ornament for sleeper simulant. Say goodbye, guys.
2: Deuces. Bye. Bye. I don't know. When you look back on them, they are funny, right? At the time, it sucks, but they are funny. I remember this one time we uh we had a, a new kill hat is what we call it. The, the kill hats are the guys that are there to make your life miserable, right? They, they beat you up. They, they work you to the bone. They're there. Their, 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 their one goal in life is to make you as miserable as possible. That's all they do.
1: Right? Trial hunters. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: yeah. And um, this one time he he came in and he was in a particularly weird mood. And he had us uh, – the first game that we played that morning was take the house to the beach and the beach to the house. So we filled up our footlocker. We, we, we had to grab our footlockers, run down three flights of stairs to the pit, fill our footlocker with sand, fill our pockets with sand, fill everything that we could with sand, and then carry that stuff back up to three flights of stairs and dump it all in the squad bay, right? So after having a sufficient amount of sand in the squad bay – um, he then sprayed everything down with water, talking about how now we're at the beach. You know, we get to be at the beach even though we're in, you know, South Carolina. So now we have mud and water everywhere. And after he had his fun, he's all like, "All right, now we gotta we gotta clean up the beach." So he had us all put our racks in the middle of the squad bay, right? And had us get our scuds brushes. And a scuds brush, if you've never seen one, is you ever see somebody get their shoe shined with that brush? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a, that's essentially a sketch brush, right? And in the Marine Corps, we spend most of our time on our hands and feet. And I say hands and feet, but it's really sketch brush and feet, right? Because uh, the sketch brushes were holding it on the floor, and you run around like the like Asian people do in in animes, right, where they're cleaning the floors and whatnot. And uh, he had us all line up in the same spot on one side of the squad bay, um, and he's all like, "All right." Today, and he had a real thick accent. I can't mimic his accent, but it was this real thick southern, freaking like South Carolina accent. He's all like, All right, now listen here. We're going to have ourselves a Scuds Brush 500. Just like, What? He goes, Everybody, start your engines. So here we are making a bunch of random car noises,
3: right? Hey, (laughs) and
2: and then he freaking, um, Starts us off, and we're all circling the, the the racks with these scuzz brushes in mud and water. Right at this point, and already we're hating life because this kills your quads if you've never done it. It sucks. And uh, he's all like, "No, no, no, no! Something's missing. Y'all, y'all ain't making enough noises. I want to hear burning rubber when you turn those corners." So yeah, <laughs> eighty-eight grown-ass Marines making noises while they're doing the sketch rush on the floor, and it sounds so hysterical. You just hear, I really
1: like how he says, if you've never done this before, as if there's a glimmer of a chance that any of us have ever done this before.
2: I know, I know for a fact, there's other Marines out there that know what I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> they know, if nobody else does.